Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 1st of July 2021. This is The Gap, episode 572. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gurroy is with us. How you going, Job? What's happening? Oh yeah, nothing much. We're in lockdown, you know, fucking living the life. Um, That's about it. Yeah, exciting. It is exciting. Isn't it exciting? Lots of... Didn't well, hey, at least we've got so lots of, don't lots of games. So. At least there's lots of games. That is true. Um, yeah, so we've got a big list this week. Just uh, before uh, we kick off, did you watch Loki this week? No. You haven't watched it, it yet? It, it, no, it came out last night, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. No? It, came out, f- it drops at midnight here. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. Well, um, yes. make sure you watch the credits. Right. That's all I'm going to say. Because, you know, how I hate that they do this. I hate that, like, they won't do anything after the credits for three fucking episodes and then suddenly start doing shit after the credits. I loathe it. But I'm now in the pattern of always watching through the credits. It doesn't help the Disney Plus app is a turd and to do this you have to right. skip ahead 10 seconds in 10 second increments as opposed to just sort yeah. of scrolling on the fucking bar or some shit like netflix like netflix yeah, yeah. the the uh, uh is it the lg app i don't know well, at least the tv app um i'm sure they're probably all the same is also terrible it's mm. also like that where you can't uh really skip too far ahead yeah um i think the netflix one's pretty good to sort of navigate but yeah, Disney's a pain in the ass. So, anyway, they've all got good their heads up. They've all got their problems. Not no one has done it better than Plex. Yeah, in my opinion, that's the crazy thing. The you know Plex is the media um, library app that you use if you happen to back up all your TV shows uh, off off of mm. DVDs, obviously, onto a uh, onto a nas or some sort of some sort of media server plex will play all of them in basically any Mm -hmm. format depending on the power of whatever they're hosted on and uh plex does it the best plex you can like scroll on the fucking bar or skip ahead 30 seconds go back 15 like all this kind of shit like if you want to go back if you missed something in a tv show Mm. on netflix if you press back nothing if you go back on the on the chapter selection thing they've got it'll either put you straight back to where you currently were or it'll jump you back like a full fucking minute which is insanity like netflix isn't that much better plex kicks it out of the park if you want to mark something is watched on netflix uh not that difficult if you want to mark it as unwatched you have to go on into the app on the fucking on your like internet device and then go through watched shows and then click unwatched and all that kind of shit. Why do you want to unwatch a show? Uh, when you're rewatching something. We were rewatching The Office as like a background right. show. And if you don't unwatch it and you just sort of let it play, it'll play the next show, uh, next episode that isn't watched. So if you happen to have like, I don't know, you, they didn't have season whatever, um, like Superstore, right? They don't have Superstore season six, right? If we were to rewatch Superstore in a year or so, uh, we would 
watch it and then it, like you'd watch yeah. episode one on Netflix and if they're finally out of season six by then, it'd skip straight ahead to season six, right? It's annoying yeah. as fuck. You have to mark it all as unwatched, otherwise it won't just fucking chain in. Disney Plus somehow worse in that once the you, even after you've watched the credits, it still thinks you're still watching. Like you watch if you don't watch the. Uh, multi the entirety of it multi-language <laughs> credits it'll be like yeah, well you still have four, li- four minutes of fucking loki left do you want to watch that and be like, yeah guess who made this in russia <laughs> yeah exactly and you're like motherfucker that is not what i want to do can we focus and just let me watch the next fucking episode of loki uh yeah, yeah. so like they're all fucking bad but the other thing is when you also go to try and find the next episode of like say loki mm. it's not it's not like at the top no you sort of scroll down it's like hey continue watching loki and it's like five minutes left you're like no i don't want that one yeah. whereas in, in like on netflix at least you can click on it and then just go like it'll bring up the episodes and you can go through the episodes this one's like no you're watching this fucking episode you are, right uh, now the rest is, of it. it and if you want to find that if you want to find the other episodes too bad if you press back it backs you like back out to the menu yeah all the way out to the main menu start again (laughs) why yeah yeah like it doesn't show you here are the things you're watching by the way there's a new episode out it's just like good luck here's all the crap do you want to watch lion king part six it's here (laughs) yeah exactly like it's it's bananas how bad they all are but disney's disney plus is easily the worst like amongst all of them, Disney Plus is the worst, which is crazy because they're the biggest, right? Or at least they've got the most fucking uh, money. I think Netflix. They got the most fucking yeah, money. Yeah. Right, um, sure. So you know you'd think they'd be able to develop a halfway decent app, not or just buy Plex and then put a Disney Plus wrapper over the top of it and then kill Plex, right? Why don't Why don't they just do that? Why not? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, people would be so mad. Fuck off. Like, people would just go back to XBMC or whatever. Fuck. Like, it wouldn't matter. Anyway. Um, don't do that, though. I bought a lifetime pass to Plex yonks ago, and I'd be mad if I had to switch at some point. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> right. Video games. Yes. What do we got? I reckon we just start this list that I'd slap together, because... Seems all right. I don't know. Relevant. Hell, let loose. We just so for anyone uh, who doesn't know our process, we like write down all the games we played over the course of the week, and then Luke mm. uh, frantically attempts to put it in some sort of order that would make any kind of fucking sense, uh, so that we've got like we build up to the big game of the yes. week, uh, and <laughs> yep. so, so we tend to either. Right. If we're only playing one game over and over and over again every fucking week, like Warzone or PUBG or uh, whatever, um, then we'll put that last. Stick it somewhere in there. Yeah. For a Depends while. Depends on like how long. When we, we were the Warzone podcast, 
Yeah. Yeah. It was last. And when we were the PUBG podcast, it was last. But uh, anyway. yeah, because we're going to talk about PUBG 45 minutes now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Just, the, the thing we're talking about is the one match and it's going to go longer than the actual match. <laughs> the actual match. Because you're going to get it. You got to know it from my perspective and from Luke's perspective and from what we think was Drew's perspective and, and Cleb's perspective. And and we got to like talk through all these perspectives, even though we only actually know mm. two of them. Um, anyway, hell let loose. There was a free weekend over the weekend, and uh, okay. so sort of to I think it was to celebrate the uh, announcement of the launch. It's launching out of early access, uh, July twenty seven. I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say ahead of time. I think that is probably a little bit too early i think it will like i think it will review well right from people who fucking get it right but if they're looking if they if they go out there and try to get reviews from sites they are going to get the shit kicked out of them uh because the initial fucking run the the lead in the learning part of that game is so rough we were playing so we uh i'm not sure I think JB played, Johnny Bravo played in the last free weekend. Decided not to pick it up. Uh, I believe Frisco played in the last free weekend and did pick it up. Um, Mm -hmm. So we had like a a fairly good group going. Uh, We also had um, LJM playing. Uh, Liam was playing. He picked it up this free weekend. And like the stark difference between people who know what's coming for them and people who are new like it was very noticeable the experience that Liam was having compared to the experience that we were having because like we would spawn like at one point I distinctly and directly remember this he and I spawned at the same garrison at the same time to let you know Hell Let Loose is a um World War II shooter, uh, sort of halfway between Battlefield and Squad. Squad being that, or Operation Flashpoint, or Armor, like like Milsim shit. It's halfway between that and Battlefield. There's some arcadier elements to Hell Let Loose, um, but it is still large scale warfare set in World War II, um, and and more hardcore than Battlefield is. Um, so. Uh, yeah, Liam and I spawned in at the same location, uh, the same Gary, and exploded to artillery on spawn. And uh, Liam was like, oh, are you fucking kidding? And I was like, yeah, well, that will happen. And like, just the difference between like <laughs> the reaction, like that, I remember that reaction. I remember being like, are you, fu-? I, like, honestly, Adi in that game is still fucked. Like, utterly fucked. It's such a dumb fucking mechanism uh, that you can explode upon fucking spawning, considering how long it takes to spawn, considering the spawn window situation. It is so dumb that you can die on spawn, and it is aggravating as shit. And it doesn't actually... It's, it's a distraction, right? In my opinion, like, the amount of times that I've seen artillery actually have a uh, a proper impact on the success of a team are like apart from like 
Like the only way it has success, it doesn't have a material success. That's the thing about Artie, right? It doesn't have a material success in my opinion. The people you kill, right, with Artie, you can't do it. You can't Artie in danger close because everyone gets fucking pissed. Like people, if you get killed by your own team's Artie, people lose their shit and commanders, right? If you, you're in squad chat, Someone will be like, oh, the fucking Artie just killed my entire fucking squad while we're trying to cap. And the commander will go back and shoot whoever is on the Artie. Like, like the fucking uh, enemy at the gate shit. Like, f- just fucking cap their own guy, right? They will flat out do it because it is devastating to your team's efforts. But it does have an impact in that it is utterly demoralizing to be killed by fucking Artie. Right, and it is tension building, but I don't think that is a good gameplay mechanic. I do not think you want your players to be actively demoralized in a situation that also has no material benefit to one team or the other. Like, it doesn't actually change the outcome of the map, it just makes players not want to play the fucking game anymore. So, from a game design perspective, Artie makes no fucking sense to me. There is no part of it that makes any fucking sense to me. I, I, my worry is that now that it's in, and now that people have, like, people have used it, because you get, like, fucking, you can get 100 kills, right? And zero deaths. Um, you can get like hundreds of kills arting with zero fucking risk as long as you pick your targets carefully. Uh, and they use it like they'll go into some fucking class that they don't want to level up like fucking NG or support or some shit, right? And then they'll just go arty all game. And when they finish, mm-hmm. right, instead of having to play six games to get to level three with support or NG, they've done it in one game. Right, and now that people have got that concept of what Artie could be, I don't think they'll let it go. Right, people are fans of playing Artie. Right, but the amount of people who are fans of Artie are so grossly dwarfed by the amount of people who fucking hate Artie more than anything, and it is literally the worst thing in the game. Right. That it doesn't make... Like, we were playing Battlefield 4 on the weekend as well, right? I haven't put it on the list, but I'll chuck it in here anyway. I tilted my fucking tits off. We had some good fucking games, but I tilted my fucking tits off because you get into a server with jets and there's just nothing you can do about it, right? Like, you cannot fucking stop the jets. They are... Unless you've got something to stop the jets. But... but, (laughs) Like, you've specifically built something for it. Like, you need... You need... AA tanks to stop jets in Battlefield yeah. 4 at this point. Because all they've all got this reactive armor, fucking fast, like, this speedy fucking flare system. They've got infinite fucking flares, which is fucking idiotic. I think I was saying last week. Infinite fucking flares. So they'll just... F- they'll come in. They'll flare out. You track them. And maybe you get a rocket off by the time... Sorry. Someone's decided to start drilling... Um, maybe you get a rocket oh, off yeah. at the, at the exact time that they like just exit your fucking range, but probably don't. Even if you do, they move at such a fast speed that they can actually outrun the rocket until their flares are back up and then they pop flares. Or maybe the stars align and you actually get a click, uh, a hit on a fucking jet. 
it doesn't kill them. There's no fucking one shot on a jet. So you need an AA tank. They're fucked. Any t any BF4 server that is not no jets is a complete waste of time in my opinion because it's just cunts sitting in jets racking up hundreds of kills. Even tanks are impossible. Uh, without like actual strategic concerted effort, they are impossible to fucking do anything about. Not tanks, mind you, APCs. People just, because they're too fast and they move around too much and they just they team up so you got cunts run, rolling around with like 80 to 1 on a losing team doing absolutely nothing but churning up fucking kills we had an entire squad go fucking ng with rocket launches and we managed to take down like two apcs over the course of an entire match and that's all we were doing mm -hmm. well we were also playing the fucking objective our team won but that, like, it's just fucking cooked, man. Like, and some of it, yeah. Like the amount of, they got like reactive armor, they've got fucking thermal vision so they can see you from fucking anywhere. Like all this kind of shit. <laughs> They're way too fucking yeah. powerful. And the amount of people who enjoy that experience, right? In a server of fucking 64 people, how many fucking APCs are there? Four. So 60 people are having the shittiest game of their fucking life, and four people are having the fucking time of their life, right? Finally winning for once in their dumb fucking lives. And <laughs> that's who you're going to cater to? You're going to, like, it doesn't make sense from a game design perspective. You're pissing off 60 fucking people while four people get away with some shit idiotic it doesn't yeah it's just stupid anyway that's the same with Artie and hell let loose to bring it all the way back to my point from 10 minutes ago that experience for a reviewer coming into hell let loose for the first time get the mm. fuck out of here no way they're gonna spawn in explode to Artie, right and then be like well what the fuck is the point of this game i don't f like why would anyone play this shit I just keep dying. Mm. Now I've got to wait two minutes. I don't have time for this. I'm paid by I'm I'm paid pennies on the fucking dollar, right? I don't like I, I gotta get I've got six more fucking game reviews to get through this fucking weekend. Get the fuck out of here and have time. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna. Uh, um, obviously that doesn't happen. That is hyperbole, hyperbole. But uh, yeah. Like, yeah, they're not going to have a good initial experience because, in my opinion, a good initial experience in Hell at Loose requires either other people who, who know what they're doing to take you under their wing, right? Or it requires, like, a group of like-minded friends who don't mind getting dicked on if they're going to, like, eke out their own sort of victory, which is how you, me, Nate, Drew, uh, like, we all got through Hell Let Loose in the first place, I think, was that we all sort of got, got Hell Let Loose, right? Mm -hmm. uh, together at the same time. Like, we jumped in, we're having a bit of a bad time, and then it sort of all clicked together and we became the people who could tuck people under our wings and drag them through some shit. But, uh, yeah, like, if if we hadn't all been there sort of propping one another up, like, I don't think you could jump into Hell at Loose and find the fun solo. I, I think... Mm. I Well, you definitely could, but the fucking... The odds of you doing it are monumentally smaller than you doing it, like, as a 
part of a, a group of mates. Anyway. Yeah. Does it does it come down to I think their problem being that uh, A, it's too easy and B, it's also sort of there's no like risk to doing it like there, there needs to be more of an emphasis on like hey you're using these resources to do this like there needs to be a purpose for it well that, that in like that does actually like they are pissing away you know resources and you can hear like that's the other reason why yeah you need to it needs to cost way more um or maybe like make make he shells cost like 10 times what smoke shells cost or something like that. Because uh, I reckon Smoke Arty is probably the only place where you get the intended effect of mm-hmm. artillery, right? Uh, because you've got that that terrifying squeal as the shell comes down and then the explosion, but you don't have the, like, fucking absolute annoyance from either side when when it lands on them instead the smoke makes things terrifying uh because you know an attack is incoming like they're fucking they're running up on you at that point whereas he yeah anyone you hit with a he shell is going to be pissed off especially teammates but yeah that's the other reason why a commander will go back and cap an artillery uh, artillery player uh, is if they're using all their resources because it does happen. They'll be like, uh, I need you to stop fucking arguing. We're trying to get some, like, we're trying to do a bombing run and you've pissed away half our resources. Like, that sort of stuff definitely happens over the fucking squad lead chat. They get fucking mad as shit. Yeah. I think the other thing is, like, in Battlefield at least, they made it, like... It needed. It was like a support tool. You, you needed to have someone on the field that pulled their binoculars out and like marked a spot, and then you would jump into your uh, whatever type of artillery you were using, and you'd have to aim for it. Like you'd have to line it up depending on where they've marked it, and like have somebody out in the field actually doing like spotting it for you. The same sort of way that like when you're playing a sniper class. You can have someone next to you and they can spot people for you and you get the distance and all that sort of stuff. Whereas in Hell Let Lose, it's very much just a matter of knowing where the spawns are um, for specific areas and or even just opening the map and clicking a button and being like, this is where I want to hit and then just shooting in that location. Like there's no skill to it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of... There is like they, they do... Like when you die because they artied the garrison when you die on spawn mm-hmm. right that is the result of a recon team spotting your garrison yeah where the spawn is right yeah. uh but yeah what's happening i think is that there are like sites there are like arty cal- calculator uh sites for hell at least mm-hmm. where because all of the like spawns are generally fixed from the outset fixed locations yeah uh yeah like across each grid right it's very easy for you to like you don't necessarily need uh a spotter you can get away with it without them uh you can sort of just 
use the RD cal- calculator to work out where you should fucking like bomb based on your general knowledge of how Hell Loose works. The map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those like those instances when you're dying to RD on spawn, that's more what you're looking for. I wonder how you'd solve it though. Like they've got that recon tank, right? Where uh, it it sends out like a wave, and it'll sort of like spot on the map, not for players like on the HUD, but on the map, it'll spot any players in the general vicinity. Maybe like if they were to do something like that, that would allow like and and the Hardy could only shoot within those areas or something like that. Maybe that would create a scenario where you needed that work in tandem between players. Uh, maybe not the recon tank necessarily, but have like, yeah, have a spotter like actually designate a target and so you can only fire within, I don't know, 50 meters radius of that designated target or some shit. That'd be yeah. an interesting solution. I, I just personally think like my solution to it would be to just up the resource on it. Like it yeah. needs to cost more to be able to use it uh, so that you can't just constantly be using it. Because I think that's where the issue is, is that it just goes for like, you'll have minutes where this thing is just bombarding the entire time and nobody can spawn in a location. Whereas if it's, it needs to be like a strategic thing of like, hey, these people are held up somewhere. Can we arty this spot for 20 seconds and then have it like have some sort of impact at least? Um, but that's not, that's not what it's been used for. So I don't know. That's what I think needs to happen. It needs to be like a resource change. Uh, resource cost change yeah for sure um anyway my favorite moment over the weekend though came uh as a well out of the back of a concerted amount of arty um we were playing i think it was on hill 400 and uh we were we were doing work we had a full squad of six uh and we were rolling around uh kicking ass and yeah um what was uh what was killer about it was we had been on the attack basically this entire time and we'd been doing good fucking work on attack but the there were elements of our our team that just weren't actually doing what they were supposed to do right so the uh there's a commander role and the commander role will generally tell uh, squad leaders they've got their own channel to squad leaders and the squad leaders then have their own channel to their squad. They'll tell their squad leaders what they want them to do and you don't have to listen to them. Uh, You don't have to do what they say, but generally they've got a decent idea. They're sitting on the map the entire game. They've got a decent idea of what's going on. Um, they don't have a squad to communicate with and most of the time they're not actually actively fighting or anything. Um, so they were telling, we were, I think we were hotel squad, um, Harley squad, and they were telling Barley squad that uh, they need to get back in defense. Barley squad just wouldn't fucking do it. So we dropped back just because I could see that we were going to lose the fucking point if, if somebody didn't drop back. Uh, even though we were, I would say, probably the premier fucking attacking uh, squad at the time. Like, we'd, we'd worked our way deep into their fucking 
into the back line and we're on a mad flank. Let it go, drop back on defense, manage to hold as a squad of six against a massive fucking run from uh, from the enemy team until our team managed to cap the next point. And then we did it again at the next fucking cap point on the top of this fucking hill. And that must have been that that second point. So they were like artying in fucking smoke. Um, like just doing everything they could to get up on this shit. And six of us held against an entire like 50 fucking member uh, German army. They went all the way around. They put on this like giant fucking flank. Uh, had a garrison deep in our back line that... We couldn't, like, we knew where it was and we were communicating to the rest of the team where it was, but because it was six of us against fucking 50 fucking Germans, we couldn't leave and go do something about it without, like, critically uh, dissolving the quality of our defense. So instead, we just had to keep, like, pinging it. And... What actually wound up happening was, uh, I think it was like Drew and uh, Frisco uh, actually managed to like work their way down and dismantle the fucking Gary uh, while we continued to hold this uh, this point, which was fucking epic. And then like we spotted out like more outposts. This it took like forty minutes. It was a forty minute defense because. They were on the last point and they must have had their own fucking squad of legends holding uh, that last point. But it was 40 minutes. Our team could not cap that last point for the fucking life of them. Uh, But they also, the Germans couldn't get in on this point either. So we just fucking, at a full stalemate, 40 minutes of nonstop fucking hectic shit. Um, The best thing that they were doing was uh if they are down but not out you know like resible if they're resible on top of a garrison it blocks it from spawning they cannot spawn so what they were doing was kamikaze running in on the garrison and if they didn't fucking get headshot i i finished this game because i was so we had like heath and uh nate we're doing, I think it was like the, I gotta think about, like the West, Western, Northwestern quadrant. Uh, me and Liam had like the Northeastern um, quadrant. Drew and Frisco had basically all of, all of South. And uh, yeah, they were piss bolting in and just dying on this fucking point. By the end of the game, you know how it tells you if you go into your personal stats, it'll tell you like your uh, nemesis and your victim. My victim was this this one guy who I'd killed seven times and he was the guy. So I was like, Liam and I were holding Northeast, but I was sort of just on the base itself. I was keeping like the garrison clear and I was keeping our outpost up and I was making sure like everything was still good on the fucking point 
but this dude would run in and I'd shoot him and then I'd have to like drop a grenade on him to wipe his fucking body out because if I didn't, he would block the garrison spawn and we couldn't fucking do anything. And the amount of times I had to do that was out of control. But this dude just kept, yeah, seven fucking kills on the one guy. <laughs> I guarantee you I wasn't the one, only one who fucking killed him doing this shit. So, yeah, that was a fantastic fucking ploy. Like, if, if I hadn't been staying on the point to make sure that we kept the Gary clear, they would have fucking got in. But every time they tried it, every time they made this big run, they'd then time it. They'd make their big push with the arty fucking smoke canisters and suddenly we'd be surrounded by smoke and I'd roll the fucking grenade mm-hmm. in and everyone would fucking spawn in just in time. Uh, for their giant push. It was fucking amazing. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, that was epic. We had like a bunch of epic games. That's that's the best of Hell Let Loose. That's what Hell Let Loose does really well. But there's, yeah, I guess to wind it all the way back to the original point, there's no way Liam would have had that experience if we didn't have any idea what the fuck we were supposed to do. We'd all be running around being like, eh, I don't know. Like, I guess I'll just die. Mm-hmm. It's it's a hairy fucking game, but it is yeah. awesome. But it's also a lot more. It's it's not like Battlefield One in a very much more casual route. Oh, one hundred percent. It sort of started off as, and this is Hell Let Loose is more in line with the sort of original um, themes of what Battlefield was about like this giant area with someone like a commander and little squads doing little bits and tasks and um, it seems like maybe that is sort of going back to that in the next Battlefield game in 2042 but it's like it's still not going to have a commander and and all that sort of stuff Um, you know it's going to have jets and you know your issues with with Battlefield 4 and um aircraft is only going to be a lot worse with aircraft from 2042 with fucking invisible jets and all this all this crazy whatever they've got going yeah um yeah anyway uh yeah i'm wondering if like this decision to release it on update 10 in july has to do with like all right we've got to get out before battlefield drops because yeah we we, otherwise we're never going to get eyeballs on this thing because yeah. everybody like them getting out in front of battlefield makes more sense yep. because at this stage people can compare it to battlefield 5 and say hey it's like battlefield but it does all this stuff differently it like it's got larger it's got larger um uh larger maps it's got more people in it uh, you've got like all these little squads and, and doing all this like really intricate stuff. Whereas once Battlefield 2042 drops, they've got an issue. They yeah. can't compare it to Battle. I mean, they can still compare it to Battlefield, yeah. but now you're, you're, you're not winning in quotation marks with the player count. You, you know, you don't, we don't know um, what the map sizes are, but they're saying it's pretty big. So you're probably not going to be winning on the map sizes anymore. Um, you're going to have issues with like uh, the objective based sort of stuff as well um, <clears throat> because they're doing an overhaul of the objective system out of it and so all of a sudden having this sort of leg up on the old Battlefield games completely disappears and then people are comparing you to the new game that is out 
but you're not doing it as good as them in certain parts. Whereas at this point, they're doing a lot of good stuff better than the other Battlefield games, right? And so I think the decision to release it before them is super smart. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I just we it just needs to have some better tutorial systems or something in it to maybe um, I don't know because does it does it have matchmaking in there like can you just press quick quick play and it sort of chucks you in because on the pc at least it's like old school games right you there's a server browser what server do you want to play on and it's kind of just you just jump in and off you go which they you lose also a game. desperately need to improve the server browser yeah, it throws you into a new game and it's the exact same team it's not like in yeah. battlefield where you get stomped and it swaps swaps servers across and it mixes the teams up yeah. and all of a sudden like it tries to balance it a little bit like yeah. that doesn't happen no yeah yeah, no, they, they definitely need to do some work on that. I think there is matchmaking. We've never used it. Because uh, there are servers that we like to use. We like to use the Big D gaming hmm. um, servers. Just good admin systems, no fuckheads. You don't get like yeah. AR has just dickhole admins who get angry at you for playing the game wrong. AR gaming servers was the one where I got in trouble for going into the back line as a sniper and murdering their fucking arties. That was the server <laughs> where I wasn't allowed to murder arties of all the fucking... Yeah. You can't stand at the back and shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> Come people. on, that's not fair. You can't just... That's not how you, you can't do that. <laughs> Stupid yeah. shit. All right, artillery man, you can get back on. I've told him <laughs> not to shoot people from the back line. Uh, still aggravated yeah anyway um, all right um let, do you want to move on to battlefield 4 oh well we talked about battlefield 4 enough unless you've got stuff okay no i mean i tried to play on the weekend and yeah i was waiting in line with with a bunch of other people yeah <laughs> it didn't go down i installed it i think you guys were in a 32 player server um, like we were playing still waiting we were playing gun game Right, and we did that because we couldn't find a decent server that uh, didn't have like a twenty-person queue. Like, yeah, but this one had like a six-person queue. Yeah, with like four people in the Discord waiting. <laughs> I was like, I gotta play fucking Dead by Daylight. <laughs> yeah, um, that one actually kicked over pretty quickly. That was just yeah, that was literally just gun game, and we we're just talking about hmm. we wonder. We were just talking about how cool Gun Game was when it worked. Um, so we jumped into that. That was fun. We had fun in that. Is um, it proper Gun Game or is is it... It's their Battlefield's weird reverse. version of Gun Game. And it's not called Gun Game. It's called like Gun Master or something, the same way that they don't have a Battle Royale mode uh, in, uh, yeah, in yeah. Battlefield 2042. Um, but uh, yeah. No, uh, we were playing that. We, we did have some like... Yeah, that was, I think, just before we wound up I don't know, winding up in servers where people were just non-stop fucking tank whoring and shit. But we still had fun. Like, it's a fun mm. game. They just... It just doesn't make sense to me why they balance it the way they do, man. Like, in, in favour of tanks. You need them to be powerful so that people can, uh, like, fear them. They, they're they there to create a load of tension but if they are too powerful and if like they need to be worth three other players max in my opinion probably only two players max 
Uh, they need to be able to kill at a rate that is inconceivable, but they need to be able to die at a very reasonable rate or else they're just it's just pointless playing in a, a server against them. But yeah. Anyway. Yep. All right. Um, cool. Let's move on. Uh, I just wrote this down because you reminded me. Uh, we'll talk about PUBG Battlegrounds, the uh, the new official name of PUBG Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. Did you see this? Like, I know they don't have any idea what they're doing, but they they must be doing this on purpose now. That like they're just like Who, I don't know. Someone put it in our, our Discord, right? That it was PUBG Battlegrounds. I think that's where I first saw uh, it. Was it Liam or Kleb? I thought I saw it when they posted their um their patch. I don't know what it is, twelve point two or whatever it was. Like that was the the big picture of the you know the big logo, and it was like PUBG Battlegrounds. And I'm like, is this new? <laughs> like, when did they rebrand it? Um, anyway, that's dumb. That name, it's stupid. I think. I mean, this is all part of their like their uh their universe branding right is that how do we how do we brand this uh this dead space david schofield uh game like how do we put that into there and all this sort of stuff yeah um all right let's call it PUBG, and then the battlegrounds game can be PUBG battlegrounds and the other one can be PUBG dead space whatever they're gonna call it sure. um anyway i think it's stupid it's so dumb it's a dumb name stop yep. Stop I first saw it. Uh, yeah, it was Liam. Yeah, uh, PUBG Battlegrounds, Player Unknowns Battlegrounds Battlegrounds. Oh, I mean, well. what, like it's like calling. I don't know. We're, we're dropping Call of Duty. I want to call it COD. But the next game is going to be Call of Duty: Colon Duty. Yeah, Call, <laughs> call of Duty: Colon Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh my lord. Speaking of PUBG, I, lo- I loaded it. I, I reinstalled it, loaded it up. Uh, I've already uninstalled it. Um, they had the patch notes go up. Uh, and I thought that meant that um, the patch had been dropped, but no, it's only in testing. Um, which makes me wonder, right? Uh, does that mean that the... I don't know. Is is Are these patch settings subject to change or are they not actually testing shit i can't tell right one of those things has to be true either the patch notes don't mean anything because they will change once testing tells them what needs to be changed or the testing is completely inconsequential and uh nothing about it is going to change so yeah anyway uh uninstalled it it will be back uh, I will reinstall it again next week, I suppose. Uh, Why did you uninstall it then? Are you running out of space on your hard drive or something? It was it was uh, it was ceremonial. Because oh. I got fucking I got data. Why for didn't days. you just take a screenshot of it before it wasn't installed? <laughs> install it, and then be later on be like, "Hey, I uninstalled it." Because I'm legit. I'm too legit to quit <laughs> or to not quit as it were in this case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, right. new eight by eight map and some sort of extra little battle royale in it where you can live, you get, I don't know, 
respawn, basically. Hmm. Right. Retreat. Like a what? Like a gulag? Like a gulag, yeah. Could you of. call it that? I, I, yeah, I think I, they call it that in the trailer, right? <laughs> do they call it a gulag? I don't know. I feel like they do. Like, it's like a mini royale where you, uh, once you die within the first circle, um, it chocks you into a mini royale and you need to loot up again and then try and survive. And I think it's, I don't even think it's a, like, last man standing thing. I thought it said, That's like, just the timer the thing. countdown. Yeah. Yeah, so like everybody just fucking hide, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then maybe once that's you the battlegrounds. The timer. Maybe that's the PUBG battlegrounds. Oh. Oh, it's all coming. Oh, we're the idiots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. now we understand. That's the PUBG battlegrounds. The battlegrounds, battlegrounds. So, so they put the the gulag in there for Call of Duty. They've got a self revive feature, which is in from Call of Duty. Mm. Um, what else did they steal? Uh. They've got a bunch of new weapons. Um, oh, this self revive system is also tied to this map. Like this is the other thing that drives me nuts. Like they're the, every time they make a change in this game, mm. it's always tied to the map, right? It's never it's never like hey, here's all these new features, and like they're in that's in the game. It's like no, it, you that is only a new feature if you or a new mechanic if you get that one specific map. And so this becomes a problem because you end up with, like, how many maps are in the game at the moment? There's tons, right? Yeah. And as a new player, you get into this game and you don't, like, every time you play a new game, you're probably getting a completely different experience and having to relearn stuff and probably getting super confused about, like, well, why could I revive in that last game? But, like, now I can't because it's not, like, letting me... Like, I couldn't find this thing. And then you're getting different weapons. And the circle speeds are all different because all the the timers on that are completely uh, changed from map to map. Like, I just think that it's... The, the, the biggest problem they made in PUBG was by adding constantly adding maps and not just focusing on uh, a very, either a very small selection of maps or, or, or like having these seasonal changes where they're they're constantly changing the map what like fortnite is doing or call of duty or uh apex legends instead it's just constantly here's new maps new maps new maps and, it's, and it just completely killed the player base because you're you've got the the pool being split every time they're having maps and like you've got a featured playlist you got mineral and normal rail and like duos solos and quads and this new map is not like you can't play duos on it you can play solos and quads and like yeah. it's just like they there's some good ideas here but it's just the way they implement this stuff is just insane and it's not like it's getting better it, no. it just it's like they talked about hey we've got a new direction for the for the game we're going to be doing we're going back to the roots of of PUBG and it's like cool that sounds interesting uh, and they bring out this new update and it's like hey look new map it, it's like the original uh, you know and, and similar sort of style layout and and look but then they've got all these other weird stuff that they've attached to it being like, oh, by the way, all this stuff that we're introducing, all these new weapons and mechanics, that's specific to this one map. And so it's just, I don't know, man. I, to, I don't know how you feel about that stuff, but it's just so, as, a, as somebody who plays the game a lot, obviously you're going to understand how things work. But if you're a new person jumping in trying to learn this stuff, it's yeah. got to be overwhelming by having like eight maps 
and every time you jump in the thing is completely different and changed and having to try and figure out what guns you like or like oh this wall over here can explode because i got c4 but in this other map i'm in like there isn't any c4 there's some you know this other self-revive mechanic it's so strange to me the decisions behind all these implementations and and what they do with it it's just uh it's wild (laughs) yeah yeah no i i 100 agree like the the way that they go about doing this stuff is so bizarre it's so it seems so out of touch i just don't understand and and when people tell them it's like just fucking slides right over they just don't never oh yeah cool yeah no worries uh anyway we're doing it again right like they just yeah. never fucking learn and it's so odd but uh who am i to talk about never fucking learning because i am gonna reinstall the game and yeah well hey at least there's no red zone on the new map but there's red zones on the other maps but you don't know which ones because some of them do and some of them don't <laughs> and yeah yeah <sighs> yeah <laughs> what a fucking nightmare i give it half a day Jerv, I give it half a day before the thing is uninstalled. Uh, yeah, that might be optimistic. Or at least two podcasts. Two podcasts. First podcast, you're like, I'm back. Fucking PUBG is back. It's my game. And then maybe by week two, you've uninstalled it. Week one, I'll be like, yes, I love it. Oh, I'm nonstop getting the good maps. Tago, I'm fucking back on Miramar. Aaron Gull, yeah. And then week two, I'll be like, yeah, so I played one game of Sandhawk and I uninstalled it. Uh, I, I accidentally found my way onto whatever that fucking Paramour or whatever the fuck that other fucking dumb tiny map is and I've decided uh, it's not the game for me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, after you're s- sniped from across the map by a, by a bot through a tree. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Anyway, there's our weekly, our monthly PUBG bashing. Yep. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, Sonic Mania. Sonic You've Mania. Been playing this. I have. Uh, it's available for free on the Epic Game Store right now, uh, and uh, I was very. I think I was talking about it the other week. Um, how I would not. You can't get me to buy another fucking Sonic game. Uh, I didn't, didn't have to. I didn't have to buy. Epic this one. heard you. They were like, "Let's sort out, Joe." Yeah, let's fix this up. Um, <laughs> we'll make him play the game. It's it's pretty awesome. It's pretty good. Like this is actually a good Sonic game. Like, uh, I don't, and I don't think it's just because I got it for fucking free either. Like, it's it does the Sonic things well, right? Like, what do you want out of a Sonic game? I guess broadly, uh, you want to run right a lot and jump and maybe hit some spikes and watch some coins, uh, some rings f- fly everywhere. Like, it yeah, just. Coins is my my bad. I know uh, you're casual, but oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like it's just it feels like a Sonic game made by people who love the good Sonic games, right? All the other Sonic games have felt like they've either they never well they loved all of Sonic, which is just insane, right? Like it's crazy to me. You can't how. Like, outside of uh, some furry proclivities, 
Uh, I cannot understand how you could like any Sonic game post Knuckles, Sonic and Knuckles. But nevertheless, people do fucking, they fang for them, right? And every Sonic game since has sort of in- incorporated elements of those tragedies into them. Whereas instead, this one is true to the Sonic three sonic and knuckles sort of style of game it's a 2d fucking side scrolling like platformer adventure and yeah the like the levels are fucking huge um you start off in green hill zone so you've got that fucking classic music uh it looks gorgeous and runs really well and yeah it's just it plays like really good sonic which is fucking rad right like all the levels are like obviously you know the the core of sonic is running right right um which i guess is is traditional and platformers in general but like sonic Mm -hmm. it's more important because you there's so much in each level that encourages like that sort of has you belt past most of a fucking level like whereas in mario right you sort of like run and you get to know all of a level the first time you run through the entire thing in sonic right you just fucking you'll blitz past like an entire fucking suburb right because you go through Mm -hmm. some like little tunnely rolly thing and then like an entire fucking eight screens of play just belted past you never fucking saw him you're like i wonder what was up there and so you go back and you you explore there's that like aspect of exploration and it's so multi-layered there's like so many fucking stories so much verticality in these levels and like they've taken that concept uh, from sonic the original sonics the good sonics and they've just sort of expanded on it in really good ways which i think is fantastic so uh, yeah i'm really enjoying it i did some fucking special level that i didn't really fucking get didn't really like understand how it worked uh yeah which is probably it's not really a criticism but i didn't really grasp what the fuck i was supposed to be doing in it yet so uh, i don't know i'll keep playing it um it is mm-hmm. like rad it's awesome it's definitely worth yeah playing uh, if you enjoy Sonic. And if you don't enjoy Sonic, mm-hmm. uh, grab it, have a look, and find out if the reason you don't enjoy Sonic is because you don't enjoy Sonic as a concept or if it's because uh, out of the um, 30 years that he's been around, 27 of them have been absolute trash. And maybe you actually would enjoy the core Sonic experience. You just came in a little bit too late and all you got was Sonic Adventure etc which fuck that shit yep. yeah all right so that's sonic mana available on the epic game store free at the moment uh all right next up we got rogue book which i talked about last week this is the roguelike deck building game card card game um co-created by robert robert uh richard garfield um who created magic the gathering i've put in like another 15 hours or i put in an extra 15 hours of this game since i last talked about it i mean last last time i was sort of having um issues with sort of understanding the the blocking system and and like 
enemies just having way too much damage and uh, basically getting to the point where, all right, this, I'm, I feel like I'm doing pretty good and then all of a sudden I'll fight an enemy and it'll one hit me for uh, like, I don't know, th- like three quarters of my health and I'll have like nothing left. Yeah. Uh, and in that game, it's not easy to heal either. And so just not really understanding what I should be doing. Um, and I said, I think that like the main thing this sort of game wants you to do is to lose because it is a roguelike game. And I think that is... I think that was right because um, basically every time you play through this this world, uh, it is a um, you start off at the bottom of the screen and there is a uh, boss at the end of the chapter and the the world is mapped out in this it's like an actual map of hexagons everything is like a fog of war and um, you have a direct line of sight to the your to the boss you need to fight. Along the way, there are a couple of enemies, but for the most part, you can't see anything. And you have these paintbrushes, and you use the paintbrushes to uh, reveal certain areas of the map. And then that can give you more fights, or treasures, or gold, or gems, and all these other different things as you explore um, this this area of this chapter. And you're collecting pages, which is sort of like the currency that you use to level up your... uh, your cards and, and your hero and, and all that sort of stuff. So you're, um, that's the one thing that when you finish and die, you get to take back with you and go, all right, well, I'm going to spend these things. What do I want to do? And it starts off pretty, um, pretty basic. There's things like, uh, you know, th- there's wells that you can find in the map and that kind of, every time you discover one of those, it gives you extra mana uh, and you can use that each turn. And so it's like, all right, it'll be two extra mana wells uh, per map or uh, you can get this character to have extra hit points or um, increase the rarity of the cards or there's like these special towers that you can discover and it'll reveal like a giant area of the map that's undiscovered um, and so you're constantly like leveling up these little talent tree um, skills and you're getting a bit more powerful and powerful and I think I got to the point where I'd unlocked enough of it where I felt pretty comfortable jumping back in uh, switching up one of the other characters that I had Uh, and each character has a unique set of cards and you can take two characters in with you for each run Um, and then once I did that uh, I spent a good like I don't know man uh, maybe seven or eight hours I haven't died yet Um, I've done like three three and a half straight runs I finished the game Um, once that you unlock the uh, the end boss it enables like a new game plus mode and there's um a bunch of like modifiers that it it enables is uh like a a wealth tree exploration i think combat and each one is like a little bit different you kind of click on one of them and it'll say like hey uh shop prices are increased by 60 percent um but you might find more money out there or something like that and uh and also if you put it on level one you get 20% more pages and the pages are what you use to to level yourself up and so I I then did one of those sorts of things um, as an example there might be another one that is like uh, every time you come across like somewhere where you need to draft a card like you want to add more cards to your deck um, rather than um, you having to uh, generally it's like you need to pay money for it um, it'll be like if you want a card this time it's like you need to pay money it doesn't matter if you pick up um if you want one or not you you need to choose a card and not only that 
all of the ones that you've discovered on the map, you need to actually go and use that. So you're basically like loading up your deck, yeah. all these cards. And that is like one of the modifiers that you need to try and beat the game with. Um, and then so you do that and it's like a percentage increase on the pages. And so like the second time that I went through and finished uh, on New Game Plus, I got like 90 pages, which was a stack. It was heaps. The first time I finished it, I got maybe 20 right. or 25. And so it really starts to build up a little bit in terms of um, the stuff you're able to unlock. And then I went through and did another modifier. And and by that stage, I feel like I kind of had an idea to how to beat the game. And the sort of solution I came up with was um, basically stack my deck full of summons, uh, which are these allies you can... Um, uh, play as a card Mm. and uh there's a certain amount of summons that you can have in your play field at a certain time it's like six or seven um but each one of them generally does a certain amount of damage uh, depending on their spirit level to the enemy units and uh and i had these other cards that enable you to like level up the spirit level uh, and things like that and so i would basically just stack all these summon cards try and get them out as quickly as possible and then whenever i found myself in a situation where i was like uh, i don't think i'm gonna win this one i'll just block because if i just block the entire time all of my summons can just do all the damage and it doesn't matter like i don't need to worry about do i need to do damage like how much do i need to block like just like as long as i had enough block to to stop whatever was coming at me to do enough damage yep. i could just let the summons do all the damage and so that ended up being my my main strategy for the next three runs of just well i found a way to cheese this is that because that is that the is that the key to the game I don't think so. we were talking about it last week you know like yeah every every one of these games has that one thing that is the key hmm. that you're supposed to realize that it's supposed to make everything click for you right like uh, yeah they did a patch a balance patch like the day or a couple of hours after we talked about it last week uh, where they went in and changed a bunch of things basically like pretty uh openly said hey here are the the characters in the game um here is a breakdown of each pairing and here is their like percentage win chance and where we're trying to buff a bunch of the lower ones and yeah. tinker things around so i don't know if that maybe factored into it a little bit right but at the same time I just thought that I found a solution that worked and uh, <clears throat> yeah, like even though I found a solution that worked, like it's not, it's not like Monster Train where I, I'm constantly finding weird and wacky ways that I can get through a next level because of the strange cards and combinations that I'm getting. Whereas this is just, I'm always sort of getting a similar range of cards, like the cards do damage and this one does a bit of blocking and this one does a bit of blocking and damage it's like there's not a huge variation of like what the cards can do um and so i think by just finding that the summons were the easiest way to be able to do damage while still blocking everything uh seemed like the easiest path to victory and so that's what i used to try and get around this stuff yeah so i just i still think there is a balance issue with the blocking mechanic and it needs to be either overhauled or something like something needs to be done with it um because like i got through like some of those new game plus runs and just smashed the boss like just fucking annihilated it yeah and i had like 600 hit points and i didn't take any damage 
uh, I was doing hits where uh, there's like one specific spirit uh, summon that I can get where every time you increase the spirits, sorry, the summon spirit level, rather than increasing it by whatever it is, it times it by five. And so I was like, I would chuck a, one of these increase the spirit level thing on it. And rather than going up by like five attack damage, it would go up like 25 attack damage. And then I would like, I'd be able to create a copy of that card. And then I, all of a sudden this card's got like uh, 20, 25 and I've got another 25. And then that card would come back. I'd like redraw that card again. And so I could double it again. And all of a sudden it's got 50. And it's just like, at that point, it's just dumb. <laughs> I'm just doing yeah. so much damage that it's uh <clears throat> just didn't matter anymore and so i think there is a good uh, like a really fun game to be discovered here but it just feels sort of underbalanced at this point mm. um so i'm still digging like i'm still enjoying having uh, running through and and uh the like the art style is really cool and sort of like the the gameplay aspect of like switching these heroes backwards and forwards swapping their defense as you do that uh, trying to figure out like who needs to be out in front like this character that i'm using at the moment takes rage and once their rage meter fills up depending on how much damage they've received their cards flip around and they've got like alternate abilities on the back of their cards and some of them this specific guy will be like hey i, I heal for 24 points and so even though you're taking damage you're also able to tank it and then heal yourself um so there's cool things like that in there but I, I still feel like it needs uh, a bit of work to, to balance that sort of stuff that's in the game at the moment. So I don't know, man. I don't think I'm going to play much more of it at this point. Like I've gotten to the point where I've played three new game plus runs or something. And yeah. although the modifiers are different, um, I think there's a there's a decent selection of them. It's just um, uh, <clears throat> the, the sort of slow natured grind of getting different cards because I'm still getting new cards every time i level up but yeah it's the it's the defense the blocking mechanic for me that's just a bit which is so wild that's yeah. in there at this point like i'll come up against fights where like this one enemy is doing and it's like a basic enemy and it's doing like 72 damage and i'm like all right i like you just need to get lucky of yeah. having cards in there that can block it and like at the most blocking cards are like 12 12 block and so you've got to have a fucking whole hand full of blocking cards or like yeah. some sort of way to negate this damage and when you've got 30 cards in your deck or 40 cards in your deck you just kind of luck of the draw um mm. so i think there's just something weird going on with that whole system that i would love to see change but otherwise it's um you know hopefully they keep at it and they keep working on it, sort of like monster train i uh but I just wonder if that is sort of it's too late maybe it's too late maybe Richard is off to the next fucking game that he's working on because that dude doesn't stay put long um, so yeah that's Rogue Book it's out now um, on Steam and other places Bill. there you go yep. booyah alright next up we got It Takes Two it takes two. Uh, yeah, you, played right? this. Yeah, no. I've been playing it. Okay. Have you? Okay. Uh, yeah, me and Nate were playing it uh, over the weekend, and uh, uh, the the odd couple. The odd couple. Yes. So they call <laughs> us. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't like. 
I just, it has really interesting like gameplay elements and the fucking shittiest storytelling that Mm -hmm. they can't tell a story for the fucking life of them. Hazelite or whatever they are. They tell such terrible stories, but all like we were sitting there, right? And basically anytime the book came on the screen, like it was a race. love. That is scary how good you are at the voice, but it was a race between the two of us to press the button uh, to skip because neither of us wanted to fucking hear him. Uh, Neither of the main characters are likable, right? They're both shitty to each other and shitty for each other. So why would I want to make them stay together what like on what fucking planet do i construct a situation where these two people should be together they clearly don't get along right what how much did you play how many how long did you play we got uh we were on a boat floating down a river through a tree or some shit i don't know fighting wasps uh okay and my internet dropped out and we were like, well, fuck this. Let's play anything else. Um, yeah. So that was that. Was that. Uh, so I think I think that... Um, I, yeah, I think at the start of that game, they're not supposed to be likable characters because they they're going through this divorce, right? And so you're not really supposed to take sides with one another. You're supposed to sort of take sides with, I think, the kid. Um, and these two people are supposed to be pieces of shit but as the story goes a bit further that's when they start to rein things in a bit more because it's a long game it's like 13 hours um which is ridiculous my wife and i are still playing it um but they keep adding like interesting mechanics into it it's it's always like this one this person can do this thing and uh this other person does this and sometimes those mechanics uh interconnect with each other um yeah I, I think the issue is that like you get two hardcore gamers in there to play a fucking <laughs> game that's supposed to be for casual players there's yeah there's gonna be problems and, but our problems weren't with the gameplay they were with the fucking storytelling the fucking book is annoying as shit the I've f- seen you with storytelling in games you're always fucking hammering that skip fucking skip get the fuck out of here you see me with storytelling in games motherfucker I read faster. I could read the fucking subtitles. I don't need to fucking sit around and. Well, now let's see what we're gonna do, Arthur. How we like, motherfucker? I finished this line eight hours ago. Let's fucking go. I got places <laughs> to be. Okay. To himself. <laughs> Because I can't, I can't do any other voices. And you I forget what Arthur sounds like. I couldn't remember any other names. You need to say, like, John. <laughs> I should have gone with John. Damn it. Which reminds me, I have, like... Did you see this uh, Red Dead Redemption's getting DLSS? No. Am I going to have to play Red Dead again? Holy shit. Yes. 4K? Yes. Yes, yes I'm going to do it too. Uh, yeah. Uh, everything's getting deals. They're going ham on that shit. Um, yeah. 
like my problem was with the story like all the characters are unlikable the fucking book can go fuck itself forever but the gameplay was a lot of fun right like that's that's what I was trying to say, right? Like it was interesting. It was interesting the way it kept mixing shit up and like throwing new ideas at you and like all that kind of stuff. I uh, I liked the the hammer and nail concept. I thought that was really well done. I, like, oh, yeah, yeah. we were able to fuck around like uh, the goo and the matches. <laughs> Man, yeah. Nate spent like I don't know five minutes at the bottom of this thing because every time he, he would like goo down this like the goo weighed down like these platforms mm. and uh i jumped on the platform and shot the the goo so it burst up in flames and it flung me up before he could get onto the fucking platform and then i just kept shooting the fucking goo before he could jump onto it hilarious yeah you make your own fun um how many times would you did you throw the nail at a wall and as the other person was jumping at the nail to hook onto it, you recall the nail. I was I was the hammer, so that happened to me quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but but I did, uh, I did every a lot. every time he would get across the other side of a platform that I because the the hammer person would always be on the other side of the platform first, uh because of the nails, and they'd go open up the uh, up the way. He'd like jump up, and I'd fucking hammer him into the fucking dirt, uh, which was. You know, that was good. That was my only payback. Um, did you like, did you get any of the mini games? Yeah, it, Nate, this isn't one of them with a hammer as well. Yeah. Oh, there was one where like one person had to like hammer things, and the other person was shooting them with nails or something. And like I had to run around with the hammer to hammer shit, while he could just stand there and shoot shit. This is fucking cooked, man. Like that was. <laughs> desperately unfair but no Nate won Nate was 3-0 by the time we stopped playing on those mini games oh. he even won the fucking button press thing which is inexplicable because he he got a turbo button he must or something he was fucking nailing it but like when we played uh, A Way Out I mm. like that was basically their favourite fucking competition was the hammer the button the fastest? I'm so glad that they <laughs> built the concept out for this one. But in that, I blitzed him every time we had the the hammer the button thing. I fucked him up, but no, he wrecked me on it, and it was disappointing. I was like, "There's no way!" Like you know, <laughs> and like you go past that point where you're like, "Okay, well, my arm's gonna cramp tomorrow, but I'll keep going." Just keep going, right? Mama mentality. And keep going, keep going, keep going. And then my fucking hand slipped. I was like sweaty spaghetti and fucking hand slipped and I fucking missed a button and he won the fucking tug of war. I'm like, no! I can't believe he kept up for as long as he did. Or or they've got some sort of like catch-up logic or something. I don't know. Nah, I just hmm. lost it fair and square. Anyway, like, yeah. I think it's really good, varied gameplay, and the storytelling is absolute fucking ass. And I hate mm -hmm. all the characters. And it's weird because I could play more of that game, but I would like it if they implemented some sort of auto skip all the cutscenes thing. So I never had to watch any of the cutscenes. Can you skip the cutscenes? Yeah, you can skip them. 
but you both got to agree to skip them. So that was the other way we were right. trolling each other. Was uh, he was making you watch them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Uh, classic. <clears throat> yep. Um. Yeah. No, it's fun. We're we're sort of we play it like once a week. We jump in for like an hour and then yeah, get through a bit and there you go. Yeah. Nice. Right. Um. So that's it. Takes two. It's available. I think it's it might even be on sale at the moment because Steam has a sale on right now. Uh. It's twenty five percent off at this point. Right. Uh, thirty bucks. About thirty bucks. Forty bucks. I don't know. Whatever mm. the price difference is. Um. And it's also got that uh, that free, like game friend pass yeah, thing that's where like only one person using. needs to buy it. Yeah, yeah. So you can go halvesies with someone. Um, all right, let's keep moving on. We've got Phantom Abyss, which we talked about last week. The Australian-made uh, running, shooting, platforming, Indiana Jones-like platforming game. Yeah, uh, I've been playing some more of this. Uh, finished. The third idol now. Uh, I hadn't quite finished it last time we played, but I've mm-hmm. I've accomplished it now. Um, again, it's still quite early access, uh, but it just fucking works, man. Like it's it's so uh, compelling. It's so fucking one more level style of play like one more try style of play and you wind up like sort of mentally unlocking these ideas you know it's it's that kind of roguelike roguelite whatever you want to fucking call it uh style of play where like you realize something and it just revolutionizes the way you play and the addition of ghosts makes it so much easier to like you can you can learn from them as well and so you wind up in these situations where like oh you see them doing stuff and that's enough to trigger the the learning moment for you mm-hmm. um i've unlocked fuckloads of whips i've blessed whips now so uh, you unlock, like, I, I didn't quite realize it, and I think perhaps they didn't communicate it very well. But the way to unlock new whips is by, you buy them with the keys. You do not unlock new whips by completing levels. Uh, you just buy them with keys, right? They, they are available um, on some occasions while you're, while you're playing. Uh, like when you get to the start of a level, it'll just be like, here's a new whip that you could buy. You spend money on them. The thing is, when you finish a level, like when you finish a run, when you successfully finish a run, uh, you can bless a whip and it will remove all the negative parts of it. I don't know if I talked about this last week or not, but uh, I've been doing that mm-hmm. quite you a did. bit and it is like, that's that's the grind of the game is i suppose doing that as opposed to just running running through as much as possible the grind of the game is trying to get these good whips to be even better and you get to this point where like you've got these fucking amazing whips now that are just fucking everything for you so i've got i have one level 3 whip now 
that uh, that gives me super jump. But uh, I think the the negative it, that it had was all of the guardians were twice as powerful, and that actually wound up being really not that big a deal if you're going for a level three run because uh, the like the, by the time you get that far in double double guardian power they cap out they actually like they, they can't go any harder at some point so mm-hmm. yeah you wind up in this situation where oh, okay well yeah they're double guardian but by the time you pass the like once you reach level three they're as powerful as they can be they're spitting 12 fucking balls or uh, moving uh, way too fucking fast or whatever and yeah you're you're actually okay like you're pretty okay to fucking deal with it you've you the guardian is sort of just a a little bit of pressure but it's not really what's going to get you i still haven't been caught by the fucking rage monster i have been killed by the uh poison guy he's still a still the biggest dickhole but you can game the fuck out of him by like just you can manage the shit out of him by facing walls and stuff because you'll always spawn technically in front of you. Something they probably want to look into, but at the moment it makes him slightly bearable. Um, yeah, and yeah, you just you learn all these little things about how to get through these levels, and that is basically the game. But once, like, when you do that fucking level three, stage three, or whatever, whatever the fuck it's, I don't know what they're fucking calling it. Hmm. When you manage it, it's so fucking cool. Like, you feel so fucking rad because it is so hairy trying to make it happen. And, like, the amount of fucking close calls you'll have. I put up, I think I put up a video of my stage three run on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, it was just bananas. Like, you were, mm. I was right on the fucking edge of death the entire fucking time. And, like, you're just doing whatever. Like, there's no time to think. You're literally just reacting to shit. So you can see, oh, so it wasn't, yes. Yeah, so this, this one, super jump. So my dude jumped twice as high from the fucking get-go, which is awesome. Um... And he started with two fewer heart containers. So uh, I only had one heart at the start. And then uh, all of the poison darts shot a lot faster as well. So you've got like these poison dart statues and they'll just fucking hammer out shots. And yeah, I managed to like augment it with uh, double jump. So it was double super jump plus floating jump. Uh, so when you, when you like float or when you hold space, you'll float. And I mean, I just never, uh, if I didn't have to, I didn't fucking touch the ground. And it was mm-hmm. just this like, almost like a bunny hopping fucking jumpathon. It was very fucking cool. Right. Yeah. Have you played any more of it? No. 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 I think I'm going to wait. Yeah, fair enough. I, like I've seen that they've been updating it, um, but I feel like I'm gonna wait uh, a little bit more till it gets uh, some bigger updates. Like checking every once in a while. Yeah. Um, at this point. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, 
yeah, definitely worth playing. I'll check it out. Cool. Cool. All right, that's uh, Phantom Abyss. It's available on Steam uh, Early Access. Um, just quickly, Severed Steel. I played mm. a little bit of this. So you talked about it last week. I grabbed the um, the demo for it, which is still up if people want to check this out. Uh, but it's basically like a it's a first person sort of uh, like gunfu esque um, parkour uh, like what is it like Hong Kong blood opera sort of style like weird chaining combos together and diving through glass and running on walls sort of taking all these different types of games that we've seen in the past um uh and implementing it into sort of jamming it all together one like super hot very much influenced by super hot as well um yeah yeah i uh the demo is not very long it's maybe what 20 minutes or something like that to get through the entire thing um, it might even be a time demo now that I come to think of it because my demo sort of ended in the middle of a level um, but it's uh, yeah like it's fun I think that there's like it took a little bit to get used to in terms of what I was supposed to be doing because you do take um, <clears throat> enemies are very quick they come at you quite quickly you get overwhelmed very very quickly they're just sort of coming from all different directions everything is, is based in like an arena um where you're either having to get rid of everybody that's in the map or complete some sort of objective and uh once you do that you then go on to the next level and and uh you're given another task to do uh but with this it's um it kind of teaches you like hey this is the things you need to do to survive in this game and it came pretty apparent to me that one of the easiest ways to survive in this game is to just constantly stand next to a wall and just wall run like everywhere because nothing can hit you um when oh. you're wall running you're invulnerable i think you, you can't get shot really? so i was just running on the wall constantly yeah. i would slow down time using my ads um which drains a meter and because it's pretty easy to kill everything in this game, you just kind of headshot. It's, it's just like one shot per head, um, unless they've got armor on them uh, or a helmet or something like that. And then when you do that, you instantly kill them, you get health back, and you also build up your uh, slowdown meter again. And so uh, I solved that game pretty quickly, and it wasn't hard. And so I think there's some... Uh, I think there's some really cool ideas in there, but obviously they've got to think of a better way to um, manage a lot of that stuff because it just felt way too uh, way too easy to avoid everything. Like being able to just stand next to walls the entire time, um, and and that was just like you, if you needed to close a distance to someone in a game like Super Hot, you would kind of use the environment around you to break line of sight or um or, or like try and duck under their bullets or something like that whereas this game i just felt like all i needed to do was just run next to the wall and just wall run and then quickly wall run again and it's not like there's a there's no cooldown to do it so you can just constantly keep doing it um and then just run up to them and headshot them and yeah just didn't it wasn't hard i didn't find it hard at all and so i think there's a lot going for it in terms of its look sort of the gameplay and that sort of thing 
um but uh, yeah i i think they got a lot of work to sort of make an actual game out of it um it's because i think it's just way too easy at this point all right so yeah all right exploto anyway. i i uh yeah i never realized that because i was too busy running around and diving through windows and playing the game the way it was i think it's the first thing it tells you right is that if you're war running you're invulnerable um but you didn't have to take that concept and then only wall run <laughs> yeah i i know, yes, I, know. I, I get it. i get it. uh <laughs> i i can hardly yeah. criticize you for this considering my entire philosophy is you know pe people should uh make games as efficient as humanly possible but still mm. yeah i had a lot of fun with it i, I do see what you're saying but I didn't realize you're invulnerable while war running. I don't know. I'm I swear pretty sure I you are. Damage. And if you're not, then nothing could fucking hit me. Because I thought when the when you war run, there's like lines that show up. Like you're moving really fast. And I thought that just assumed. I, I'm pretty sure it said like you, they can't yeah, hit you while you're war running. And uh, I don't think you can do it while you're sliding. Um, right. But anyway. And yeah. because it's so easy to get health back as well. You've got like a little health bar, and there's a, like a pizza slice. Every time you type, take damage, you lose a slice. But every time you headshot someone, you get your health back. And so, it just—I didn't even die the entire time. Um, all right, I think the the times where I died was to falling off the map or something, because um, it's like destructibility and weird things like that, and you can find yourself stuck very strangely. Anyway, that's seven steel. Keep an eye out for it. It's uh very interesting concept um next up we got bro falls what's it what's bro falls is something you've been checking out bro falls uh is bro falls ultimate showdown can't believe it's still on the fucking store um is a free game that's available right now that is the most transparent fucking copy of another game i've ever seen on steam it is fall guys yeah well uh, this is some fucking mobile phone bullshit this is yes to that this extent is like, of a fucking this is off. like when when flappy bird comes out and it's yeah. like every like the top 30 games S on the flappy bird i store flappy yeah. <laughs> like flappy store or some shit thing. exactly like this is yeah or like fruit ninja and there's like 14 clones where you're slashing fruit and you're like all right fair enough yeah um yeah, it is. Um, it is blatant, absolutely, utterly transparent. Uh, however, there is a twist in the mix, in that uh, one player gets to be the angry broccoli, hmm. and uh, the angry broccoli has the ability to uh, set off traps. So one person is like not in the mix for getting to the end they are automatically going to the end of the game the last level they're like the killer in dead by daylight they're trying exactly. to stop everyone else from winning because they play in a first person perspective as well oh okay. so yeah they are like the killer in dead by daylight um and so yeah they're killer setting probably. off these traps on the side of the fucking uh zone and none of the like the it's not as difficult to get through uh as fall guys but it's not a simple thing either like it can be semi-complex to get through these stages however uh with the 
with the broccoli setting off these traps, it's even harder, I think. Um, and you're sent all the way back to the start when you die. There's no checkpoints along the levels, but the levels, I think, oh. are a little bit shorter than a Fall Guys level. Uh, and so you wind up in these situations where, like, yeah, you just sort of power through and then you die on the last fucking obstacle and you have to do the entire thing again, which is a bit challenging. The other thing is once you finish the, the course... You can then go through to uh, the same platform where the broccoli is setting off the traps and you can beat the shit mm. out of the broccoli to stop him from setting off traps so more people get through. But like there's sort of like <laughs> it sort of doesn't make a lot of sense to do that because it's like it's kind of in your best interest to not see anyone else get through, right? Like mm. if the broccoli wants to... Most of the reason you do it is because fuck that broccoli for setting off traps on you. But like, if only two people make it through to the next round, it doesn't go to like, if loads of people, if like 24 people make it through the next round, it will take you to another obstacle course. But if only, like when I played as the broccoli, the one time I got to be the broccoli, six people made it through to the next round. I was the trap master, all these other dipshits. I'm extremely good at the game, by the way. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I actually legitimately think I have about an 80% win rate. As far as I can tell, I've won way more, like most of the games that I've played. Um, yeah. But, so, when I played as a Broccoli, only six people made it through the end. Instead of taking us to another obstacle course, it just took us straight to the end game. Like, that was it. Game over. All the other broccolis will like do the early traps and people will never get off the fucking first two obstacles. Nah, that doesn't waste time. I went to the fucking late traps and then when people tried to go through, I'd fucking blap them straight off the fucking side and they'd have to start all the way at the beginning again. It, waste, it killed so much fucking time. Uh, yeah, that's easily the best way to do it. Like you don't fucking do the early traps. That's dumb. So yeah, six people made it through and we went straight to the end game. Um, so I didn't even get to be broccoli for very long because I was a very good broccoli. Um, but yeah, like apart from that, it is four guys. It's straight up four guys. Yeah. The color scheme, the font choices, the uh, gameplay design outside of the asynchronous, uh, asymmetrical multiplayer element. Like it is fall guys you can grab people uh they've added one other thing you know the jumping uh the, there's like a bar that rotates around and you're on a platform and yep. like you're gonna jump over it they've added one tweak to that that i agree with which is you get a hammer you can beat the shit out of other people on the fucking platform so that uh they can't jump over the fucking bar but at the same time when you see the person i don't go and beat anyone i just jump over the fucking bar because all i need to do is jump uh when i see someone coming across i just jump to the next platform i jump away from them uh because you know who needs it's too it's too random there's too much rng in whether or not you'll get the hit off or not um yeah like hmm. straight up flat out copycat shit uh there's absolutely yeah. no question um does so, someone step in at some stage like i'm surprised it's still up to be honest does, um, yeah, I mean, like, at some point, do, like, is, uh, I don't know, who the fuck does Fall Guys? Um, but, like, Epic it, owns is, are they, Mo like... Uh, Media Monocle? No, not Media Monocle. No, it's not. Uh, whatever the fuck. Media Tonic. Media Tonic, that's it. 
yeah, yeah epic like, owns do the, are they do they have their lawyer like, yeah fucking hell <laughs> do like it's epic got their lawyers currently looking at this and being like hey valve uh sort this out like is that something we're gonna see in like the next week i assume i assume because yeah. because looking at it so if, if you showed me pictures of this of this game and said what game is this i would say four guys yeah because it looks exactly the same like other than the characters uh like gameplay elements the weird like the the you've got those breakable walls and you've got to try and guess which walls you run through and which yep. ones can't they're like intact and even the layout of them looks very similar and mm-hmm. you've got those weird bubble things that skirt backwards and forwards and can knock you off ledges it's just very much like look at the name of it bro, bro falls it's yeah they absolutely know what they're doing um in terms of copying it i don't know if they know what they're doing in terms of possibly getting the shit suit out of them um i guess we'll have to wait and see because at some point like it, it looks like a carbon copy game uh, they've obviously got some different changes in there um but i wonder like how much of a like is there any, anything epic can even do i guess at that point yeah i don't know it's weird i don't know um i mean it's not like the walking dead thing did you see this the walking dead stories <laughs> where they've literally got the resident evil art and they've just put some of their own Pasted assets over, over the top of itself. it oh my god hilarious hilarious uh yeah okay that that's bro falls it's on steam for at least the moment oh it's free to play yep that's that, mm. that helps that helps I wonder, yeah i wonder if that's Absolutely. a thing where they're like we're not making money off this yeah mm. anyway yeah all right uh, what else we got here uh muvr i decided to jump back yep. into this i saw they had a big update um where they sort of up- upgraded a bunch of the systems in its um, so MUVR is a VR wrapper for emulators uh, for the RetroArch emulator uh, system. And so basically it allows you to uh, play a bunch of old emulated games uh, from within a VR uh, space. So you put on your VR headset and then you're sitting in a room uh, with a giant CRT TV in front of you and you grab a grab your console and you plug it into the tv and grab your disc and put it in the console and close the lid or uh, just slot it into the cartridge slot or whatever and you turn it on with the button and grab your controller you can use a regular controller and then you play games um on this Mm -hmm. tv emulated uh and it's sort of like on one hand it's a bunch of extra steps just to play some games on the other hand, it's the best way to play light gun games that I've ever fucking encountered um, because you don't need a any crazy fucking hardware to make light gun games work on a non-CRT TV um, or you don't need to miraculously still have a CRT TV. Um, you can just play these light gun games because the uh, tracking of the fucking uh, Vive controller works perfectly. So been playing virtual cop on the saturn um point blank on the playstation 
stuff like that on on the TV. It's pretty cool. They added in net play and stuff like that, so you can have multiple people come to your room. Uh, they added multi tap, so you can have like people on like playing on the multi tap and stuff, which is cool. Mm. Uh, and they revised some elements of the light gun so that it works better. It's still a little bit confusing. I still find myself needing to have like a cheat sheet of all the commands up um, so that I know how to fucking do anything because it's, yeah, it's confusing sometimes working out how to do certain things in the uh, in, in the game. Like you sort of lock into the screen and getting unlocked from the screen, is, I can never remember. It's either the grip buttons both grip buttons at once or the left grip button plus the right on the d-pad or something like that or like yeah there's there's all these rules and i can't quite remember them all so it's complicated um but once you're in the game once you're playing a game it fucking rules and this makes me think about how rich VR is as an opportunity for replicating some of those older experiences. And I'd love to see mm-hmm. something like it. Um, I just want a game where I drive a car, right, with one hand on the steering wheel in VR and I shoot with the other one, right? Like, you know, fucking 80s action film. That's all I want in this in this world. I know that the there's a PlayStation game from the guys, uh, the team that made The Getaway, right? What was that mm. called? Blood and something? Um, but no idea. it was PSVR only, so pointless. Never got to play it, but it looked cool. Anyway, uh, just, yeah, definitely worth checking out if you've got VR. You can play it without VR, but it's a pain in the dick, so I don't know why you would. Um, yeah check it out right did you um i think it was you that talked about this right you played alien isolation in vr didn't you i did yeah (laughs) yeah did you see this guy got picked up by um 343 the halo team picked him up no yeah really where did you see this uh, saw it during the week somewhere. Um, cause the, this dude was like oh, yeah. modding stuff for, um, what was it? Alien Isolation and something else. Oh, you did I mean, he, he did a different game as well. Halo but, yeah, they, uh, collection. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Good on him. Well done. Well, mention that. Um, all right. What else do we get here? Police simulator, patrol oh, yeah. officers. Sure. This is, I saw this going around Steam. Uh, it's actually pretty interesting. It is a game where you play as a, a patrol cop in a, a city street, or a, a city, the streets of the city. Sure. Um, and you start off by doing very basic tasks like checking license plates and uh, checking parking meters to see if people have paid their their parking uh uh meter and things uh yeah <laughs> very like basic uh like cop duties 
Well, yeah. I guess not even some of that stuff. Um, and as you progress and, and uh, do that sort of stuff, you start unlocking more and more activities you go and do. Um, a couple of more tools that you're able to get in contact uh, that you can use. And so um, it slowly starts teaching you the mechanics of the game. And so uh, there's things like someone can drop litter in the street and you'll go up and confront them. Um, you can ask to see their ID. They'll show you their ID. You'll get a, um, a little picture of it. You can look at it. It's got their picture and, um, you know, their date of birth, when their ID expires and all this other sort of information that's on there, whether or not they can carry a, a, a weapon, um, if they've got a, a, a gun permit, things like that. And so then it sort of opens up all these other aspects of it. Like somebody that might have been littering is all of a sudden like, they're uh the way they're interacting with you they could be um they tell you like they're nervous and so you can actually talk to them or try and uh do a quick like frisk and it'll show you a couple items and it might be like they got a pack of gum on them and you can go all right well hey here's here's a ticket for littering um or you can let you can let them go if you want to but i fucking never let anyone go anyone that does anything bad in this game they get fucking fined they get a ticket all right Um, straight to jail Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> you can do that. Yeah, uh, but there's other instances where, like, I found this this lady, this like I don't know, twenty year old woman. Uh, she had like a a knife on her, and when I found that, she said, "I don't want to go to jail," and then ran away. <laughs> and so I had to tase her. Damn. <laughs> um, but there's there's yeah, stuff like that in there. Like I don't know why she was running away. All she yeah. did was throw some fucking litter on the ground and have a pocket knife. Uh, probably I mean, wasn't gonna do anything about the pocket knife, but you ran away, so you get tased. Um, but yeah, it just starts opening up all these different ways to interact with the game. Uh, and so all of a sudden now, like oh, you've got a, a speed camera gun with you, and you can stand on the side of the road and and book cars for speeding and take their picture and make sure their license plate is in frame. Otherwise, you can't you, you can't report them. Um, <clears throat> you get to run around and uh, respond to traffic accidents, um, take pictures of the vehicle, uh, inspect the damage, talk to the people traffic, involved. Traffic incidents. Uh, like like if an accident if no, two ac- cars accident. hit each other accident yeah. implies that nobody was at fault that's from yeah. Hot Fuzz when's the last time you watched Hot Fuzz go watch Hot Fuzz come on son what's Hot Fuzz get the fuck out of here no, I'm just joking get the um, fuck out of here and so you can talk to people and like you know you can take their do like a DUI test or a drug test on them and see what they've got in their system um, talk to witnesses on the side of the road see what they say and uh and then start fighting people and all that sort of stuff um yeah it just sort of starts opening up and there's more and more things that you can sort of do in this this street as you uh, as, a, as a cop running around it, it's um it's quite fascinating that uh it sort of just builds off on a very basic mechanic and then it just starts snowballing and getting bigger and bigger as you go along so i've got an unlock now i've got a police car um i can do like background checks on people and there's other things obviously in place that'll come along in the future but i think at this point um there's obviously like crime scenes i i guess that's maybe murders and things like that but 
Uh, there's obviously a wide variety of different things that you can go out and do. And there's different districts that are in this city that you can go out and explore. Um, uh, but I think it's a really cool concept. It's the sort of thing that I would love to see in like a, uh, you know, the GTA role-playing games have really taken off at this yeah. point. Um, like if that sort of mechanic was in a game, like if you gave all these really interesting tools um, to a rock star, like even if you said to them, hey, we're making LA Noir Tour 2 and uh, here's all these other cop things that you can go out and do, like to me, that'd be so fascinating being able to pull over cars for speeding and um, do background checks on people and and all this weird stuff. But uh, I think it's a really cool sort of jumping off point for this game um where it sort of evolves and where it goes to down the track um hopefully turns out to be uh, a lot of fun but i uh I, th- I think at this point people should hold off on it um because it is very much early access uh but i think they got some really neat ideas in there because it, it just everything they're doing works really well um being able to like quickly uh check all these cars for expired license plates or like if somebody has parked too far away from the curb um you can book them for that or if they've like mounted the curb a little bit you can do that sort of stuff if they've parked too close to the ed, uh to the to a crosswalk or to an intersection um next to a fire hydrant uh there's just tons and tons of things in there that you can that you can book people or not book them for but um it's just super fascinating but I would I would wait at this point because it's um like I said super early it only come out like I think it was last week um it's only been about for about a week now but right. it's a really cool jumping off point that I think uh, people should obviously keep an eye out for because it's got some cool systems in there um and how deep it goes I think will be um you know what make or more breaks this game you know how much they've got to sort of put out you can keep an eye on out uh, like their roadmap on their steam page so it's called um police simulator uh patrol officers if you want to see what they're doing over there but they've got a whole road roadmap you can go look at if you're uh, if that interests you and um see when things are sort of coming out because there's a there's a bunch of stuff on that seems really cool so there you go right Fair enough. Yeah. Are those those simulator games? I think I was talking about this last week. There's like a billion of them. They're so mm. weird to me. They're so yeah. odd, right? Like they just crunch them out. And finding a good one is such a shit show. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, but if you're the type of person that wants to book people for jaywalking, this this is for you. You can go do that. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, um, what else we got here? I lost my list. Uh, we've got DBD Dead by Daylight. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of this. Uh, just a couple of games here and there. Uh, still playing as Pyramid Head. Still haven't been able to play on the new fucking map. Um, yeah, just, uh, I don't know. Having fun. Uh mm-hmm. Doing my usual thing of trying to freak out survivors as much as humanly possible. I've eked my way up to rank 12 through this system, even though I'm only getting one pip per game because I deliberately let people go. Um, Gotta be ruthless. I don't let anyone go. I I had one game 
Uh, actually, last last night, my last game last night, I had a game where I didn't let anyone go. I'd stacked uh, these two items that made the the RMB, LMB attack, um, mm. torment or whatever it is, uh, like, I don't know, fucking 50% the, the length. So instead of being like fucking... 10 meters now it was fucking 15 and i was catching these cunts yep. out all over the fucking place and uh so i walk uh they get the so i've i've basically i've got them all uh at they've all been two hooked uh they're on the last gen haven't started on any of them and uh i they're like they're just constantly healing like healing back up so i had to like hit these people constantly but i'm at the same time i'm catching them all over the fucking show uh i've got they were all chained they're all ready to be tormented or sent to the cage because uh, the way this pyramid head works you lay this like lay this barbed wire shit on the ground if they walk over it but the the trick is they run like over it. If they run over it, yeah. If they crouch, walk over it, they don't actually take any damage. But you put it, like, I put it where they're running, when they're running away from me. I'll just, like, drop yeah. it, and they'll loop me straight back into it. Um, they were doing it f- fucking all game. And, like, despite healing themselves back up constantly and all this kind of shit, uh, yeah, I had them all fucking ready to rock. Uh, chopped all four of them, because uh, they were, you know... I don't know what they were thinking. I do not understand. They were clearly, clearly grouped. Um, but like they would, I'd chop one and then they would like all run in to try to distract me. But mm. I wasn't, I, I hadn't been tunneling. So I didn't need the distraction. All it did was like serve them up on a fucking plate. So I was like, cool, chop, yeah. run after another one, chop. And they, they were doing this anyway. So one of them went off, did the fucking, uh, the gen while I was hooking two of them. I was going to slug them, uh, but there was one running around with a fucking torch. Uh, and he was like, click, 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 click. So I had to fucking, I had to end him. He had to go. Uh, and I I don't know why I did the other one. I think I just had enough. Uh, they hadn't done any of the generators at all. And I just sort of, I was just sort of like, eh, fuck it. Let's, let's wrap this shit up. Anyway, so I hooked the, hooked the second guy. Uh, and that means, oh no, I, I, uh, I executed him. I hooked, hooked the torchy guy instead of fucking executing. Cause I wanted him to know what I was doing. Um, and then I just executed the other guy. Cause once they're barbed wired once they're tormented uh and they've been too hooked i can just execute them on the spot um and then yeah the other two they got the gen done and got the gate open uh Hmm. or did they gate like yeah no they got the gate open and they were standing there at the entrance to the gate like teabagging and so i just (laughs) Like, I was fucking, I don't know, at the fucking max of this shit, walking in and just both go down, execute. The other one's crawling, execute. I'm like, 
What the fuck are you doing? Like, you all could have fucking walked... To, like, two of you would have been fine. I would have let you go. I was fine with this shit. Uh... But that's no, a Reddit yeah, post right there. They love that. Sit there right. fucking teabagging. What the it's fuck called, are you doing? They've got a, a tag on Reddit called Just Leave. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, in the, I suppose in their defense, right, they should have been far enough away that I couldn't get them with the fucking swipe, uh, mm. with, with the long distance swipe. But Except I had these, these two add-ons. But... Yeah. We'd spent 20 minutes with me getting them from fucking way out. So I don't understand. Like, they should have known at this point that I had some sort of add-ons that was making these these things go fucking long. Mm. But they didn't work it out. And they paid dearly for it. Um, and I closed the, closed the hatch for the first time. I didn't know you could close the hatch. Uh, I've never done it before. <laughs> yeah, you- never done it <laughs> never before. Never done it. No, Close I do it the all the time because the killer, the survivor is always dead in my game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it uh, when like they were, they were the last alive. None of the gens were done and I happened across it, happened across the hatch. And I'm like standing there because I'm like, okay, well, I'll just stand here and I'll get one more hit in and that'll be it, right? They'll be done. And I stand on top of the hatch I'm like, maybe I'll do like a ring of, of stuff so that like I can get get that triggered as well and get a couple of extra points. So I go stand on it. I know it won't stay exactly there, but I can loop it out from there and sort of work out what the distance is. And I stand on it and it's like close hatch. I'm like, uh, all right. Close hatch. Bloom. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. I didn't know I could do that. And the, I guess all the gen, like the last gen finished, right? Or it just makes it so the exit gates can be opened? Yeah, so if if you close the hatch, the uh, all the gens pop and the gates can be opened and the timer yeah. starts. Yeah. Uh, and So, so then- sometimes you don't want to close it. Sometimes you want to bait it out a little bit. Maybe if you're running like... Um, you're running like whispers or something like that and that way you know someone's running towards you so then you wait for them to be around or if you're um the wraith you're invisible you can kind of just stand on the hatch and <laughs> they might not see you there oh. um or if you're like one of the um uh what's ghost face from scream he's got that stalker ability you can kind of just camp on it or um the pig does the same thing so there's a couple of them where sometimes it's worth maybe not even closing it and just sort of camping it but right yeah because uh, you've got the chance if you close it the exit gates might be one side of the yeah. map to the other and it can be very difficult if they're right next to each other then well i was gonna let this go person out play. anyway uh yeah. my plan well, was to let them, out. let them go uh but i was just like oh yeah i can close the hatch cool let's do it let's see what happens mm-hmm. and uh yeah the exit gates were available and then uh i still bashed them up a bit uh, I caught them. They went to the the wrong exit gate, uh, and then there's no uh, yeah. Like I don't want them to think that I'm gonna let them go until I actually let them yeah. go. Uh, like I want them to think that you need to know that fucked. like that you that you've won. Like you've you run up to them and you're like <laughs> I've won, but I'm letting this, you. Go. This is I this do is that. my gift to you. 
Um, yeah. yeah. Like, I'll so, run directly uh, behind them for four <laughs> seconds and not hit them and then let them go. And you're like, run along. I was, I had you're one where, I had one where, like, there were two of them left and they'd open the gate and I was like, yeah, okay, you've earned it. And one of them started teabagging, like, while I was standing there, like, at the gate, just, like, sort of M1 slashing, not, not like, swooping, just M1 slashing yeah. at the air, like, go on, off you go, and one of them starts teabagging, I'm like, all right, RB slash, down he goes, cage, and the other guy had already run, so he died, I'm like, why? Why, mate? Like, I just don't understand. It's so easy. Walk forward. What are you getting at, like... Is there something they're getting out of this? Like, not the teabagging, but like... points, yeah. Out of what? Being in the presence of the killer or something? Yeah. Right. I mean, the the, the issue is if they get caught, then they're not getting... They're losing 5,000 points. Yeah. Um, but if they're waiting at the exit gate... Yeah. Um, there's the possibility that you run up and you hit them. They might get, a, they might get protection points if someone's near them. Um, uh, taking a protection hit they'll get being your presence um, yep. if there's the, the other thing is it's wasting time as well so if you've got other people in the map and they're yep. trying to get out at a different exit gate rather than them leaving and giving you more time to go look for them you're wasting an extra five seconds trying to get rid of these people so that there are benefits to sometimes they're not being dicks they're just literally wasting your time so that other people can get out yeah, but sometimes only... they're being dicks and there's four people left. <laughs> well, no, there was like only two of them left and they're both at the same gate. Yeah. And yeah, he just started giving me the bags. I'm like, cool, mate. Yeah. Right. You know what I do sometimes? I'll go look for breakable walls. I'll oh, yeah. start breaking walls because you get points for that. Yeah. I've been um, and that. then once I've done all of the walls, then I'll go find them because I still get, you get points going near them for finding right. them and things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. You get the chase points or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have been finding that, like, I've been two-pipping on, like, even letting people go just because well, all the other shit is so, many points. so fucking maxed out, um, which is, is good. I, I had no idea you lost points for standing near someone while they're on the hook. Uh, I only saw that the other day. I lost, like, two points for standing near someone while they're on the hook. I'm like... I must have like breezed past them on the way to something else or something and got two points. Yeah. That's I don't I don't even know what the fucking radius would be on that shit, but that's for yeah. your iridescent um medals. Yeah, yeah, right. For the little medals you get at the end of the game. You get marked on like uh hitting someone and they've healed like that's bad. <laughs> or uh there's certain things in the game that you Yeah, I lose a lot of points. Get negated. I get lose a lot of points for people healing. But yeah, I still get iridescent, so it doesn't fucking matter. It's not. You don't have to, to worry about to cop it. That sort of stuff, really. Yeah. Hey, I reached level fifty with Pyramid Head, uh, and it reckons I can prestige. Nice. Do I want to prestige? No. Okay. No. Okay. No. All it does is give you a um, cosmetic set, um, and like very slightly increased odds of getting higher quality add-ons. Don't think it's worth. It. Don't think it's worth it. I would focus on um, either if you're pretty happy with playing Pyramid Head, chuck more points into him, unlock more perks. Um, If you or add-ons, if you want, um, 
I don't alternatively. Like, I was saying last week I don't really do builds or anything, but I've got like a bunch of perks that I like to use. That I yeah. think work well together. So, uh, and they're all at the purple stage, so I probably won't do anything to unlock yeah. more for him. I might just unlock shit for like Jason or whatever. Um, for the, the shape Myers. brother, sorry, yeah. Uh, Michael Myers not Jason that's that other game um, yeah I'll just unlock more for him I'm at like level 37 with him or whatever so I might just mm-hmm. wrap that one up yeah I get- uh, so I'm at 50 at all of them but once you get to um, I think it's 40 might be 40 uh, it unlocks the teachable perks which allows you yeah. to use those perks on other and so you, you kind of once you do that that enables it in the other trees and then you can be like all right well who do i like playing i'm gonna play uh freddy krueger and unlock all the perks on that guy and then you can start tinkering around with things so that's kind of the stage i'm at i'm I'm at everybody is unlocked for me but i'm slowly unlocking all of the perks on all of the um killers because i'm 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 currently going through all the survivors as well but rather than (laughs) I think 40 is the max in Survivor to get all the teachable perks. But then I've got one Survivor where I'm unlocking all of the perks that I've got from... Like, there's no point me unlocking every single perk on every single Survivor. It's just, like, it may as well just use one Survivor and get all the perks that are available and just keep unlocking them for that one Survivor. Because at the end of the day, it's just a look. Um, yeah. Cosmetic look. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. I've, I've pretty much got all of them on one Survivor. Um... Except for the survivors that I don't have unlocked, which is what I'm doing at the moment. Because I bought the the season pass, the rift pass, um, last week because I maxed that out. And that gave me like 1,100 fucking, I don't know what they're called, cells. And then you can use those cells to unlock uh, other characters, which is what I've been doing. Um, so I sort of like free characters with a bunch of cosmetics. but Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway. Um... You been doing anything else in there? No, just playing fucking Pyramid Head and waiting for the day no. that I get to see this new fucking map. Yeah, I mean, well, it's up now. You can play it. Um, can I? Uh, no, the fifth year anniversary went live uh, this morning over here. Uh, they have um, Dead by Daylight broke their record again for <laughs> most like concurrent plays. It got to the top four in Steam. I think one hundred and ten thousand nice. people um servers shit themselves and so it dropped uh but they ended up fixing it after about 40 minutes or so got to 105,000 uh peak this morning and um during that time what they did was they enabled the map um the uh raccoon city police department from the resident evil map um apparently they're still maybe having some problems on the switch version uh still crashing but they fixed most of it. I think what they ended up doing was like toning down the visual style of it um, for the Switch version. But it's it's definitely on there. I've played a, a bunch of games today with it. And uh, the anniversary event is basically um, a bunch of cosmetic unlocks um, and uh, like special flashlights you can get, special... Um, uh, Oh, fucking I, I was gonna say lunch boxes but toolboxes um you can get uh 
uh, as the killer like uh, and survivor, these birthday cake offerings, which gives you 100, I think it's 110% bonus blood points for every blood point category, and they stack, which is awesome because that means that if you get into a game and five people have dropped these stacks, you are getting a shitload of blood points. Um, yeah. I played one game today and got 200 and I think it was 20 something, 220,000 blood Lord. points in one game because I got like I think I nearly maxed out my um, I got like 31,000 but it adds up at the end of it so if you get like 30,000 blood points you're getting like 200 and something thousand everybody brings those stacks in so now is the perfect time to play this game if you are the if you want to level up your characters because that is a lot yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, a ton um, so I've been smashing through a bunch of them this morning and it's been um, yeah it's been a lot of fun there is some other stuff they've got in there. Oh, there's this uh, crown you can get in the game um, that spawns in the map. And if you pick it up and you you finish the map as a survivor, you get the cosmetic item. It's like a crown thing. Um, I think as a killer, if you just pick it up, you get it. Um, right. But I don't know if it's working for every killer. I think it might be just the behavior interactive killers and not the licensed characters because that would obviously uh... be an issue right um so i don't know about pyramid head but anyway I, yeah if you've not played dead by daylight as we've said like it's on sale they've got this this event running for the next uh, week and a half maybe longer i'm going to assume they'll probably extend it um and also uh you can get a shitload of uh, experience in the game because it's just popping off right now so awesome yeah Cool. Uh, and you can check out the new map you can get lost in it and be like I fucking hate this map because it's so big <laughs> I can't find the stairs it's three <laughs> levels oh, holy shit Wunderbar. it's a nightmare alright yeah. alright Dead by Daylight um, cool. Sea of Thieves Sea of Thieves we got to the second tell, uh, tall tale in the Pirates Life update uh, this is the Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean crossover with sea of thieves um this is a very different type of uh campaign or mission or tall tale um because we jumped into it right and it wanted us to go to a specific point in a map it had like this uh this book it gave us and this rough sketch of an island and you know dots leading to an x marks a spot and we eventually found it. It turned out to be the bright light in the sky. Um, mm. So I don't know if we need a map. But we get there and uh, as, we're, as we're rocking up at this spot, there's like two other boats sitting there and one of them is fighting the other boat. Uh, so one boat ends up being like capsized and goes underwater. And, uh, and then so we rock up on the next boat and decide to drown them because we're pirates and why not? Yep. Um, and while that is happening, you and Nate stayed on the boat. We had a, a four-person squad running, pirate squad. Um, and then I went underwater with Racy, and uh, we discovered this underwater, like uh, sunken. I don't. What's the name of the ship? Well, you need Nate on this show because he knows all the pirates. Of the He's Caribbean a stuff. pirate dork. It's the yeah. Black Pearl. Uh, is it the Black Pearl or is it the other one? The, the sunken something the, yeah, no yeah the the mission's called the sunken, sunken pearl, pearl so it must have been the black pearl 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is underwater, like, uh, I don't know, like underground, underwater area where there's a uh, sunken pirate ship and there's all these other things going on underneath. Um, and it quickly, we, we, we ended up finding a, uh, like a compass which is, I, I think, in the movie as well, right? It spins yeah. around, um, yep. points to something. He's, what was His Nate saying? His desire. heart's desire. right. Yep. And so that was pointing somewhere. And uh, we ended up getting back on the boat and trying to sail away. And so we realized, oh, we, we actually need to be it's, it's in this spot. So uh, it was basically an underwater um, campaign, mission. And we yep. stayed in this one area and started... Uh, exploring i think it was you and nate who ended up finding the next spot we needed to get to it was like an underground cave so it was you me racy and nate and me and nate stayed Mm. up on the boat while you and racy explored underwater and then somehow or for whatever reason me and nate got bored and started jumping the water and we found the fucking thing like fucking like that because we're fucking pros and you and racy (laughs) were fucking about having a fucking ocean adventure doing something i don't know what the fuck you're doing how are you? St- I, what I don't understand is I died from fucking drowning like th- 30 seconds after I jumped into the fucking water, and you cunts had been underwater for like 10 minutes at that point. And I don't understand how you guys <laughs> yeah. lived. And then as soon as I'm like, I'm like, you must just be able to, like, you can swim forever while you're, and then I'm drowning. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? How are they not drowning? Why is this happening? Then I drowned, and by happenstance, it dumped me in the location where we were supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm, I'm triggered a checkpoint or something by accident, and it put me into the like right location. I'm like, uh, all right. I don't understand, and I couldn't explain to you guys how to do it either, and Nate randomly drowned, and he respawned in there as well, and that was it. We couldn't explain except to you guys got to drown, but neither of you were able to drown for some reason that I still don't understand. Oh no, because I, I kept I kept using the air bubbles. Right, but I couldn't find these <laughs> air bubbles that you were talking about. So yeah, uh, hmm. yeah. No yeah. idea how you're supposed to trigger uh, that fucking. I think you're supposed to go through the fuck. Like I think we were the in the wrong I found location. the cave. I found it. Right. Yeah. No idea. But Didn't I think Racy found way. the compass. And so right. when he found the compass, I just assumed we were leaving, but it was pointing to, I guess, once you leave the ship, the cave was supposed to be right there, but I didn't see that part. Yeah, um, right. So I think I ended up swimming back up. I didn't know where that part was. Um, but anyway, so you guys get into this giant like cave thing and it's yeah. uh, it's a puzzle. It's um, looking at the pictures and rearranging the statues into their hand positions. And um, as you're doing this, it is like raising and lowering the water in this giant uh, cave and allowing you to do more and more puzzles. Um, and so what's happening at that point? Uh, like what happened was like specifically Nate and I were doing two different puzzles at the same time. Uh, that was the problem. <laughs> that was the main problem. And so we were both like trying shit out. And I think what happened is we both hit the button to solve the puzzle at the same time. And it worked, I think. I don't know. The water drained out of the fucking room. Um, And he thought what he'd done was correct. And I thought what I'd done was correct. 
And so for the next, I don't know, fucking 20 minutes, we were both like changing each other's shit. Like I'd set a statue uh, in what I thought was the correct like uh, orientation. And then he'd go and yeah. set another one. And then I'd see he'd set his statue incorrectly and he'd see it. I'd set mine incorrectly and we'd like hit it. And like this, this fucking comedy of errors was going down while we were fucking about with this shit. And then, uh, yeah, it wasn't for fucking ages that I worked out that I had it wrong and Nate had done it correctly, but he, yeah, just happened to do it correctly at the same time that I'd triggered it incorrectly and it fucked with us for so long, which I actually really appreciate. I love that kind of shit. Mm. Um, yeah. And then after all that, you and Racy showed up. The fucking blisters over here show up after all the work is done. And, uh, yeah, we... I think you, like, instantly undid all our work, I think it was. Was that... That, no, that was the one I where didn't you... didn't touch anything. You drained all the sleeping. water out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, you were being extremely helpful uh, <laughs> and doing literally nothing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we... Uh, we did not we did not have uh the the synergy that we usually have out of that shit. We had no idea what one another were doing. But basically we we un, we triggered something so that the Kraken came swimming about over to the Pearl. Like after we we worked out all these statues in a yeah, in the comedy errors that was our constant fuck ups. But eventually we made it and yeah, the the big cracking comes swimming out. That was pretty epic. Uh, that was pretty cool. I like that. Uh, some yeah, siren she's queen like talking is to you, yelling right? at us. Yeah, and then yeah, we had to swim over. And like none of this shit is very well. It's not where like it's not well signposted. It's not, yeah, yeah, telegraphed or anything. Like you've got no fucking idea of what you're doing. You get these vague ideas, and you're sort of just looking at this compass. You're like, I think the compass is pointing over to these chains. Maybe the chains is something. Turns out we just had to fight a like wave after wave of after wave of siren. And that was just like just tedious, in my opinion. I just thought those fights were super boring. because uh, if yeah. you you'd get these tridents and if you charge them up to level three, they one shot every single one of these fucking sirens. So they they weren't any slow. challenge. Yeah, they as soon as they stop moving, you just fucking clap them. And yeah, they just, it just didn't feel like a very fucking good like scenario, right? Like it just mm. didn't feel like it was really very well made. Because you're, you're fighting these sirens, you're trying to manage your uh, air. Yeah, like you're trying not to Looking drown. for these air pockets, trying not to drown. And then also trying to figure out, am I supposed to be doing something else while this is happening? Yeah, are we supposed like, to be doing something with these chains or something? You can't heal while you're holding the trident, so you got to drop the trident. The tridents would disappear if you dropped them, and you had to go back to where they spawned originally. I think originally. people were stealing them. I don't think... Were you stealing I them? I dropped one, and someone stole mine. Nah, they disappeared, man. Unless you were the one... I specifically saw someone st- come over and pick it up. They had another trident. You were st- <laughs> Unless you were stealing them, they were disappearing. Um... And yeah, so you'd have to put them down and you have to go find a new trident or shoot them, which was even more tedious. 
manage your ammo, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was just boring, man. Like, it was just a dull fight. And then once we finished that, we got, like, the Siren's Heart was the last bit. Yep. And we used that to go like trigger a, siren a boss. statue. Yeah, we've, but that was also super easy. And then, yeah, off we go. We open up this door to a citadel, like this, I don't know where the Sirens live, that... I thought had a significant amount of open air considering the sirens appeared to be underwater creatures, but whatever. Um, and things got worse somehow from there. Like I was already pretty like the statues. That was cool. I like that. This fight was boring, uh, but I still like, you know, swimming about on this underwater like seascape. The Citadel seems cool. But then we were trying to open up these doors and you've got to like hold down uh, W or S for like three plus seconds before the door will start to move. So the the like pulley systems weren't triggering correctly or something like that. So that was all fucky and lame. And then, yeah, the, the puzzles themselves weren't working very well because like they were they were largely based around pulley systems so uh yeah we were having to work out what the fuck we were supposed to do based on that and then we had to like there was another one of these statue puzzles that we had to work out but we couldn't find the fucking trigger point uh and we could hear all this extra noise like we thought there was another team coming in behind us and they were going to fight us uh and yeah so we were under pressure then we had this time pressure that never fucking triggered uh and then we got like through it and it turned out that the gate wouldn't open Mm -hmm. right like the gate to go to the second last the next area racy reckons it was 10 minutes from the end of this fucking two hour long fucking quest that we'd been through mm-hmm. uh and it just wouldn't open and we couldn't work out why i had to literally fucking i spent like three minutes searching everything i could to find out what the fuck was going on and it turns out they just released that and that quest was bugged if more than one team attempted to do it at the same time it was Mm. just bugged like they'd never fucking tested it with more than one team attempting to do it like that's not instanced that one yeah it's not instanced and yeah it was just fucked and that's just fucking awful man like yeah and there was another team because i remember um when we were in that area i said like there's someone above us i can see them yeah like they were running backwards and forwards in that area the thing is they didn't have a name tag on them though um so maybe because i didn't aim at them but i couldn't see their name tag i could see them running or like running backwards and forwards that cliff because you had to use that pulley system to get up there um and then you would go up and then get to that door and then shoot the door but I could see him going... I thought he was going to, like, get his friends over to start shooting us or something. Yeah. Um, but eventually, they just disappeared. So, I think that's what screwed it up for us, is that there was another team there in that the same room we were in. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and that botched it. So... And it was broken. And then, so we... 
full quit out, rejoin the session. Mm-hmm. Uh, we luckily there's a checkpoint system. Yeah, so, so it it gave us the siren's heart again. We had to go through the puzzles leading up to it again. It was broken, and then when we left, it opened up for Racy, but we couldn't get back in when we rejoined on Racy because we didn't have the siren's heart anymore. And so the the front door was, door was locked. locked. And so we're just like, well, fuck it. So Racy had to finish it himself. Well, he didn't have to finish it, but he did finish it. Uh, he, we should have stayed came, in there 10 minutes. Trigger tri- the end- ending. Um, <laughs> but uh, that that hard tilts me. I was like, fuck this. Like, what the fuck is the point? Right? Like, we spent Everything so long. That's true. Uh, I am still <laughs> terrific. Um, if, the, if a jet fucking showed up underwater, oh that would have been it. Oh, my God. It would have been the uninstalled oh one. I would have been fucking... <laughs> I would have been traveling to rare and yeah. telling them. There's this jet that comes... Cr- underwater jet comes cruising past with a kraken on Dear the top of Rare, it. Dear Rare, like- you are the one who is the butt licker. Um, yeah, like... Good Lord. Uh... But anyway. like that was very disappointing. I found it extremely yeah. disappointing because I was having fun. We were having a fucking good time, fucking about, doing these puzzles. Not a peak efficiency, but just having a good old time. And then yeah, this fucking mm. it's just it's really disappointing. They put it out in the state, and I looked it up. They released a hot fix patch. I looked it up on yeah. on Reddit, the same place where I'd found out that it was broken in the first place. And it's actually not fixed. It's still not fixed. So, like, is it not fixed? I did, I thought they released a hot fix patch, and and comments were saying, "No, uh, this door is still broken. The same door that we got broken uh, was still broken, and and all this other shit was broken." So, maybe it's maybe it's well, that was at the start of the week. So maybe by now it's finally fucking fixed. But like, yeah, just disappointing, man. To release it in that state. Uh, yeah. No, looks like the same. Yeah, you know, they haven't done another hotfix patch, so I can't yeah. see anything here that says they. Could, it's not fixed. Um, comments? Are you looking at the comments? Yeah, in the comments. Yeah. Pulleys are broken still. Yeah, the pulleys uh, are slow. That's what I can see. Uh, what was the one that I saw? Too many enemies to spawns. No. I don't know. I saw people on Twitter posting about saying it was fixed. Maybe that's where I saw that it still wasn't fixed. That 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 particular one, that door in particular, was still booked. Was the one I saw, but yeah. Anyway, Um, luckily that we know how to do it, right? And there's at least there's a checkpoint system now. When when this first launched, (laughs) Telltales, it was sorry, the Tall Tales. Yeah. uh, There was no checkpoint system. Um, so if you got rolled <laughs> while you're out doing your thing, you lost your, uh, whatever your items it was yeah. you had, but now you start the, um, the, the mission again, and it, it puts everything on the table for you. And it's like, Hey, here's all the items that you need to use to go do this thing, which is super handy. Um, yeah. Cause it means you can, you know, come back to it at a later stage. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I, I jumped in and played some solo slooping oh, yeah. uh, a couple of days later. Um, right. 
I, I, yeah. Like, I don't know why they're so hesitant about just putting a PvE thing in this game. Um, Because I kind of just want to do that. Like, I want to go and, I don't know, do riddles and do treasure maps without having to worry about digging up fucking, you know, spending 40 minutes digging holes and on island either getting back to my ship and it being gone or like having someone there waiting for me and kind of like where's the reward in that you know what i mean like you've just spent all this time doing this thing and you get rolled by a group of four and they steal like the last 40 minutes of the things you've been doing um mm. or, or even the alternative like br- like if i want to play this with my wife or someone who's not like as competent at games and trying to teach them this thing with having a fucking four four man crew that have played uh you know 13,000 hours each roll up and just keep ganking us type thing like there's got to be a system in there where you can be like I just want to play PvE like I just want to go do and fuck around with campaign missions or things like that um you know and other times like yeah I want to go solo slooping and trying sneak onto a four man crew and that sort of stuff like I think there's got to be a balance in there and it just seems like they are not interested in in solo for this game like all the stuff is in there but it's all geared towards partying with other people it like yeah like there's 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 no part of this game i think that they want to be it it, it makes me think of the idea of making daisy single player it just doesn't work on a fundamental level because that's not what the game is designed around. Like from mm. from a from a base level, it may work, it may function, but but a lot of the things in there are now designed around doing things yourself, fishing and cooking and treasure hunting and going after like all these different trading company things that they've got transporting goods and things that's like all that. isn't that that's all built around like more play interaction isn't it i think the trading company stuff at least is i believe well, it's about going to islands and finding the crates that you need and picking them up and trying to deliver them somewhere but like it's so tedious trying to do that one at a time because you're always worried about someone rolling up and stealing your shit like well see, i was running around there that's a problem with like uh that's a problem with their particular execution it's not supposed to be tedious it's supposed to be tense right instead of being instead of invoking a sense of tedium it's supposed to invoke a sense of tension but because of the wild imbalance that exists between a solo sloop and a and a galleon like i always thought that the biggest mistake they made was making it so that the galleon could catch the sloop right that should be the fucking trade-off is the sloop should be able to outpace the galleon, but the galleon will always catch the sloop. And there's no way that a sloop can fight against a galleon. Like, it's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. Like, you you can't, cannot win that that fight, which is just, yeah. it's it's It just makes playing on a solo sloop too. You have a better fucking chance of winning solo squads at Warzone or some shit than you do of winning a single fight against a galleon in in Sea of Thieves like there's too many mechanical elements required that makes the sloop impossible to fucking solo crew against uh, 
Like, even if it just match made you against other solos and duos, that would be enough. But they yeah. want that. They want the the terror of seeing three masts in the distance or something like that. They want you to feel that tension. Right. And I think that what, like, what I want to see in the game, and I think they've got something similar in there now, but the thing I talked about years ago when we were playing this of like have notoriety in the game have like a system in there where it's like that is a fucking pirate like yeah don't fuck with them and uh, i think the system they got in there now and i haven't looked up how it works i don't know how it works but uh, i think there are the you know the factions where you get your quests from um you sign up for them and i think you earn like reputation and then they give you a flag and the longer the flag is like the more rep you've got but right. i think having that as a pirate flag would be so much cooler of being like if you see a pirate flag in the distance and like the bigger the flag or the, like the longer mm. the flag the more of an actual uh you know a, a pvp player or a pirate they are at least you know then like not to fuck with them or like if you see them coming you gotta leave as opposed to um just having no idea like because i run the uh like we run like the pride flag on our ships and when i'm playing solo i i usually don't fuck with other people unless i i want to but i like i rolled up on a guy the other night and um because i needed to go to this island and there was already a ship there and he fucking panicked and started loading all of his gear onto the rowboat because he thought I was going to come and destroy his ship. But while yeah. this is happening, a, a pirate ship rocked up, like an actual AI pirate ship, started right. shooting his ship and <laughs> and ended up destroying it. Um, and he he fucking off he went with his little rowboat, like off yeah. to the seas. And I'm like, with, with all these chests in the back and like, still he left like six of them in the water just floating there and i'm like oh okay i mean that must be just solo play and see if these like as soon as you see a ship coming you just load it on a fucking yeah. boat and hope yeah get out of there and that just seems like so boring to me it's, it's, um, like i'd love to to be like able to to choose whether or not i want to engage in that sort of stuff and if you do then go for it yep it's it reminds me a lot of Daisy. There is like it's always reminded me a lot of Daisy in that like even even that aspect has mm. has deep roots in what the whole, you know, mugging concepts in Daisy was about, right? But you like people the 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 reason mugging worked in Daisy was because the threat of death was so yep. high was so high that like you know for i still get occasionally get comments on the gentleman bandit video where people are like oh i would have just taken out my axe and chopped him and it's like that's not how daisy works i had a fucking revolver train on the guy i had six bullets in the gun one of them was going to hit him and it would have fucking ended everything that's that's daisy right but in sea of thieves right how many fucking how many fucking cannonballs does it take to fucking sink a fucking ship? Like 400, yeah. right? Like it takes fucking forever. We, like you could be literally sitting there on fire, your mast's down, and as long as your hull's not filling with water, you're fine, right? Like there's so much survivability in that game mm. that makes people think, oh, well, if I can 
just do one thing, maybe I can get away with this. And you need yeah. that, like on some level, you need the the threat to be, exist because otherwise people like, there's no parlay, right? The parlay uh, in, in pirate culture is, is like a, a huge part of, you know, the lore of it. Most likely you're on the open ocean with a bunch of fucking murderers and rapists. They weren't really going to parlay anything. They were probably just going to murder you and steal your boat. But the concept, right, the romanticized concept of, of piracy involved parlay, involved that idea of, well, give us half your fucking shit or we'll sink your goddamn boat. But you can't make that fucking bargain with someone if they think, oh, well, I can probably get away with this shit. Yeah. Right? Like, they're not thinking, I can probably sink you. They're just thinking, I can probably get away and, and, and do some stuff. All that leads to is, huh. and we've... <laughs> hey? But, but you can't sometimes. Like, in no, DayZ, that's, but that's you have it, the right? option of, like, it's so easy to get away and uh, have all your things intact. But in Sea of Thieves, even if you do get away, if you want to get all your stuff off the ship and take yeah. it to the thing to hand in... It's like that could take you 10, 15 minutes because there's just so much stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's all these little things that add up to a situation where, yeah, like it's an illusion, right? You ha There's an illusion, Michael, that you can actually get away. Uh, but the, the illusion existing means that players believe they can do it. They don't like there's they don't really... They're thinking about in the moment, can I get out of this immediate situation where I might have to give up half my shit? Whereas mm. if they thought a little bit further along, right, there's a halfway decent chance that even if they do get away, they can't turn in more than half their shit. So basically half their shit, if a pirate rolls up on you, half your shit is just paying off time. Right? Like, it's just saving yourself some hull repair time and the frantic jump overboard while the ship's still sailing, hand in your most expensive thing, mermaid back to your ship, sail back and do it again the whole time this pirate ship is fucking wailing on you. Like, it's, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a disconnect there. But they have to, like, Sea of Thieves itself needs to solve that. Sea of Thieves needs to provide some way to solve that concept. And I don't think they've got a good answer for it, right? Like, what you need is some sort of fucking, like, I don't know, like, explosive barrel or something, right, that you could set up and shoot at an enemy that would take out their ship in basically one shot. And then you could roll up on someone. Uh, but, like, the problem with the red barrel in general is that it can be, as a threat, dismantled with a single pistol shot, right? Uh, like, you shoot the red barrel and it's over. You can't really... Mm. And, and people will die. They'll, like, I'll slash a fucking red barrel. I don't give a fuck. I don't care, care if it's on my boat or not. I'll slash a red barrel and take out the cunt who's holding it. Like, very happily. Uh, it's absolutely no problem to me, right? You need something that you load it into your fucking cannon and it changes the color of the cannon or something and you can roll up, park next to a person and be like... Partner. You could, 
Yeah, you can see you can see I got fucking nukes aboard, right? We can talk this through. The problem would be like you'd have to have it be like a a long term like you need like some sort of giant wind up or something. But like like the balancing issues here, it's more of a culture thing, right? It's a culture mm. thing in the Sea of Thieves now a game where people do things to fuck with other people as a at a fundamental level. And I'm like totally totally a part of this this culture because i've been you know i love fucking with other people i think it's fucking hilarious but they need on a like on a core level they need to fucking change that culture and make it so that people believe a that they can parlay their way out of bad situations and b that if they don't choose parlay the the odds of them losing everything are monumentally higher than they currently are and that that like by doing those two things you create a situation where there is a dialogue which is what they always wanted they wanted people to talk to each other they wanted people to fucking converse they wanted that social interaction the social interaction you get in sea of thieves at the moment is trolling and that's it it's people yelling at each other and dunking on each other and like fucking lol you're so shit oh lol, 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 over the fucking voice chat or in the text chat as it were the other day when there were what three other fucking teams like i don't think they were fighting i think they were trapped in the same fucking dumb tall tale we were and they were just like what (laughs) the fuck is going on here like but yeah it's it's like they've created a, a, a scenario where the only social interactions that you see in sea of thieves are toxic and they need to wind that back i think what like a good way to do it would be to like wind back to to create bigger punishments or not punishments just mark people as pirates have like now that you've got the the pirates of the caribbean thing in it when when you kill someone right have them go a little ghostly like in like in pirates of the caribbean where they like slowly turn into skeletons and stuff like mm-hmm. Do that shit. That'd be fucking cool. And like over the course of like as you more and more piratey, as you're a worse and worse pirate, you slowly lose your... And people would chase that as a cosmetic effect. But Hmm. at the same time, it would instantly mark you as an evil pirate. And so none of the shit you'd be doing would... Like you wouldn't be able to get away with any... And other people would chase having no fucking skeletonness, you know yeah you need that's some why sort i think of... there needs to be a rep system yeah exactly like it'd be said, tied the, to the, a rep system 100%. pirate flags or because at the moment you can mark yourself hey i want to be for pvp but yeah. the problem is the entire game is pvp yeah right? exactly. and being There's able no... to mark yourself is just showing off like i want to be pvp um, yeah. and i think that if you had a rep system in there that showed people maybe don't screw with these people or leave yep. them alone or this ship is actually a good ship they're friendly it's fine don't worry about them um then that starts to change things a little more but i still think they're they're losing out by not having a pve option in the game they're just hurting people by being like i don't want to play this game because i just i would prefer to play it by myself um i don't think that's the change i don't think that's the change that they need i think they need to you know uh, they need to approach it from a cultural standpoint, not a fucking 
not a mechanical PVE flag option because Sea of Thieves PVE only is just pointless. It's just... I, I just don't think it, there's anything to it. Yeah. Like, what what would you I mean, do? some people... What if you see another ship? Explore. What if you see another ship? Well, maybe you, you don't care. No, no, I mean, like, you're, you're in a PvE server. You're not... Yeah. You can't damage them. You can't shoot them, whatever. Fuck it. Well, what's the point, then? So what, you, you just can fucking... Go and do all, do all your own jump stuff? Jump on like... their boat and give them a fucking... What if you... You what know you there's quests fucking... you can go and do, it, right? I know that we don't do them when we play, but there's quests and riddles and go after... And, like, Captains red barrels just and... don't spawn, or...? You can use them, they just don't blow up other people's ships. They blow up your ship, though. How does that work? Can you steal what shit knows? off someone's deck? If they if they leave treasure on their deck, can you steal stuff off it? Well, maybe it's just an instance. So there's nobody like else, and it's instance. just this empty no fucking else. empty world yeah. where you sail about you on a boat. You can run around and do, dig for treasure everywhere. Yay. That does yeah. sound fun. I'd play it. Um... Anyway, there you go. That's Sea of Thieves. Anything else to add to that? No. <laughs> no. It was very disappointing. All right. But I had a fun time with you and Raithi and Nate. All the yeah. same. Yeah, we should jump in and try and I do guess. some other stuff in there or something. Uh, we got, got some news here. Let's smash through some of this. Uh, mm. Kicking off with Sony. They're acquiring some studios. Um I guess this one might be a bit surprising. Housemark, um, the creators of games such as Returnal, um, most recently, which we really liked. Um, I think that's a, uh, you know, sh- sort of shows what they're capable of. Um, but they've also worked on other games in the past. Like it was, is it Super Stardust? Um, which I was, uh, I think I've, I've played like the PSP games. Um, yeah that sort of stuff but they've they've also worked on um a few other games dead nation um alien Rezo nation Gun. yeah rezo gun but uh, they've always done a, a bunch of like like sony games they've always had a a part of the sony yep. um a library uh, of of consoles sort of so. second party sony titles yeah for a long um, time but anyway, like if if you told me this last year, I would have been like, uh, okay, fair enough. Um, yep. But I think now that I've played Returnal, I really liked that game. I thought it was doing some really cool things. Hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it's a good pickup by Sony for that one. Um, any thoughts? Uh, no, I, well, I mean, I I pretty much agree. I think yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good deal for everyone involved, really. Like. I'm sure. Well, you know, I haven't seen details of the fucking uh, money itself, but um, yeah, like, like the way things are going, uh, being absorbed in house by one of these first party uh, platform owners has mm. been working out pretty well for uh, Dev Studios. So uh, yeah, like, good on them. I hope they got a good yep. payday and. It's a great acquisition by uh, by Sony, so it's pretty yep. good. Uh, and then the second one here, which is not officially announced yet, but Sony seems to have also acquired Bluepoint Games. Um, this came through PlayStation Japan's Twitter page. Uh, right. 
they accidentally made the announcement that uh, Sony has acquired Housemark, um, but then they had the Blue Point logo in there <laughs> on their page uh-huh. and uh-huh. the PlayStation logo and the same background that was um, going around for the Housemark note uh, uh, update, but it also had the Blue Point logo and the Blue Point games in the right. background. Um, so it seems like that was accidentally put out there. Um, I would assume that that is something that's going to be announced quite soon. But for people that don't know, Blue Point have worked on... Well, they worked on the most recent Demon Souls game. Um, they did the uh, Shadow of Colossus remake. They've done some stuff with the Uncharted collection. Um, generally speaking, like they've done some pretty good remaster work in the past, um, which has been... Or remake work, even, which has been taken uh, pretty well by a lot of people so uh i guess we've been speculating for a while that this is sort of going to happen at some stage um i guess it hasn't officially yet but it's got to be at some point <laughs> right i mean unless someone really fucked up over there and put the wrong logo in their their picture uh yeah like it's quite the goof but uh I mean, yeah, it seems like a, it would be a good, again, a good acquisition for everyone involved if it is the case. But, uh, yeah, nothing confirmed yet. That is fucking a funny mistake to make, though. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Remedy announces that they are developing a multiplayer spin-off game for Control. It will be a four-player PvE game uh, codenamed Condor. Um... This is an interesting announcement, I guess. I don't know, like... We, we talked about this when E3 sort of wrapped up. A lot of PvE games rolling through. These, like, four-player left-for-dead-esque. four-player co-op, yeah. Yeah, and they released a little bit of a... Um, it's, like, concept art for this, uh, which is, you know, it's got that very control sort of vibe going for it. And I think that could be interesting. Like, a left-for-dead-esque game in the control world is pretty appealing to me but i i think the thing that i would be wanting to know more about is what sort of style is it? is it going to be a first person shooter is it going to be a, a third person cover base shooter with abilities or something um because it just by the look of this concept art it seems like they're going down the you know there's going to be roles to play and uh different sort of styles of play depending on what character you pick but um Remedy's got a lot on their plate right now. This is this is like their fourth or fifth game yeah. that they're currently working on. This is a uh, this is being um, worked on in collaboration with Five Hundred Five Games, who published Control as well. Um, and th- so the Alan Wake game, the Alan Wake sequel, is is pu- being published by um, Epic. Um, Epic also has another game that they're working on uh, with Remedy. And then Remedy's got that first-person shooter that they're currently designing as well, like called Crossfire. Um, so there's a lot going on there. Any thoughts on this Control PVE game, Condor? Uh, I didn't think combat was the strongest element in Control, so... Because um, uh, you were bad at it, right? Because I was bad at it, because it was bad. Yeah. Because it was we have bad. proof. Nate, Nate, Nate can beat you at it takes two. So, turns out. <laughs> <a problem>. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
I continue to be on board for chasing the holy grail of the high quality four player wave based shooter. I haven't really found one that I really loved yet. Hmm. Maybe this will be it, but I suspect it will not. Yeah, we will see. Uh, adding to this, uh, they decided to slip in a bit of other news into this post um, that 505 Games and Remedy uh, have outlined a high-level collaboration terms to further expand the Control franchise with a bigger budget Control game. And uh, they'll be agreeing to more details in the future. So they're basically like, hey, we're working on this Control multiplayer game, but also we're doing other things with control like there's going to be a sequel we've we're working on um a publishing deal with 505 and uh we'll have more to talk about that soon so it seems to me like that's going ahead uh obviously that's a game that we won't see for a very long time um yep. like at this stage i assume they're prototyping uh, or maybe even early design maybe not even at that point maybe they are just waiting for one of the other teams to finish what they're doing they got tons of people at that studio now they got such a big team um but yeah i mean i'm assuming that is quite early on and um they're focusing more on the other projects right now but i mean is that surprising at all i don't think it is control received pretty well makes a lot of sense uh are you disappointed it's not alan wake no because alan wake's already in the works yeah but oh is it fully in the works yeah yeah, this doesn't this doesn't over overlap it. This is no, a no. bigger the, budget. The, that's what I just said. Alan Wake sequel is being published by Epic. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is like this doesn't like overwhelm that as a project. No, you don't think? I think. I mean, the Alan Wake is a part of Control right as Alan a, Wake. Alan Wake is part of Control as a fucking like world. Yeah, like. So why have a Control 2 and an Alan Wake 2 if, if they're all part of the same universe, if they've finally combined well, the two? Why have an I, Iron Man? In my mind, Spider-Man? get the fuck out of here. In my mind, <laughs> Alan Wake 2 was sort of the Control 2, but this announcement well, to me supersedes that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. As long yeah, as Alan I mean, Wake 2 is better than... The, garbage fire that was alan wake one i guess it'll be fine you're an idiot um (laughs) yeah anyway uh so there's that news which is which is good um rolling on here we got some more collaboration news konami has announced that they are working with blooper team on new projects uh they haven't specified what but in the press release, um, Konami was like, we are the creators of franchises such as Metal Gear Solid, uh, mm. Silent Hill, and mm. other games. Um, mm. So basically, back in February, Blue Team said to GI.biz, we've been working uh, for more than a year on another gaming project, another horror IP, and we're doing this with a very famous gaming publisher, they said. I can't tell you who... And I can't tell you what the project is, but I'm pretty sure when people realize we're working on it, they will be very excited. Um, so this was six months ago they said this. And mm. uh, basically, uh, the rumors are that, that 
Konami have been working on a Silent Hill game at some with a studio, uh, possibly even multiple studios. And uh, VGC today also confirmed that they've heard from their sources that uh, that this is in fact a Silent Hill related game. Um, Blooper team for people if they're not aware have have worked on basically horror slash like supernatural thriller. Yeah, blooper, 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 blooper. Blooper is um, is is basically this podcast. Uh, yeah, blooper is something else in, <laughs> entirely. Yeah, uh, so they've worked on most recently the medium, uh, Blair Witch, Layers of Fear Two, Observer, uh, Layers of Fear. Um, so that's sort of like the last four or five years for them. So pretty much mainly horror games. Um, so it's sort of not surprising to see them take on another horror game, uh, potentially mm. something in the Silent Hill franchise. But um, yeah, it seems like they've got two games cooking up over at Konami at this stage. A um, in the Silent Hill sort of franchise. Is this- one of them's one of them's a pachinko machine, obviously, uh, yeah. which is their bread and butter. Or is it a Metal Gear Mm-mm. survival? spin-off yep. thing. Where did I, I saw a rumor about a new Metal Gear Survive game coming. Um, yeah. I don't like Bluebird Team's games. <laughs> so I do not want them to do a Silent Hill game, but uh at the same time uh it's cool that they're getting work and obviously some people enjoy what they put out so you don't like observer i haven't played observer i played it's all right layers of fear two i've not played layers of fear yeah i didn't play layers of fear one uh i played blair witch which i didn't think much of and i did not like medium at all Hmm. yeah well i mean i guess the good news is that hopefully if it's a konami game even though konami said they were getting out of the video game business um Hmm. maybe they're gonna chuck a bunch of money at this thing and there'll be more budget so uh seems optimistic but maybe yeah um anyway we'll hear more about that some stage uh, next up, we got Magic Legends, which is a game we've talked about before on this show, um, is now shutting down October 21st, so it will not be going to full release. It'll be exiting early access and never to be seen again. Uh, anyone who has spent money during the beta will be able to get a refund, um, a full refund as well. If you've spent money using their in-game uh, gift card system, they'll refund that. They'll give you uh, bonus bonus credits and all sorts of stuff so it sounds like uh yeah this game d- is just they've pulled the plug <laughs> very like yep. this had an o- october release date and they're like well had it sorry had a 2021 release date right and they're like no nah, let's just let's just can it uh is this surprising i don't know like obviously uh, it wasn't going well over there yeah i don't think it was doing very well so i don't think it's too surprising and I think that they're going in a pretty clearly different direction. 
So, uh, yeah, I always thought that Legends was in a bit of a weird spot, right? Like, it was an interesting play at something that I don't think uh, really worked for Magic as a franchise. Like, it, it was... Like, it didn't really play into the Magic concept enough, didn't really, like, draw on Magic magic's like systems uh and at the same time uh what it did do was sort of just any old you know free-to-play action rpg right like it was just a bad diablo where if they sort of lent into the magic thing a lot more it could have been maybe a, at least different different enough to be worth taking a look at Mm-hmm. it wasn't that it was never that so yeah yeah i remember when i talked about it the um like the just the matchmaking system was sort of busted right it was such a hard time of trying to find uh people to go up against that with the same sort of level as you and i guess that like you, you get a game like that magic legends the diablo game no, no, I'm talking about Magic Legends. The Diablo game. What? The Diablo style action RPG. Oh, is it an action RPG? What was I thinking of? I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, that's right. You played this. I was thinking of the yes. card game. <laughs> I thought right. the card game was dying. Like Planeswalkers uh, or whatever. No, Arena. Yeah. No, they're not killing Arena. All right. No, so this uh, is the... Although um, the matchmaking in that is dog shit yeah yeah no this makes sense because i watched a bunch of footage of this game it looked terrible um cool yes all right it was well, bad ignore yeah. everything i was about to say excellent i'm glad <laughs> i interrupted you i'm like what the fuck yeah. are you talking about matchmaking um uh, yeah um yeah just didn't didn't do anything particularly interesting didn't work very well was like i guess visually sort of okay but just yeah. not much fun to play. I mean, I don't know. Have you checked out the new fucking Diablo blog from today? No, I haven't Holy looked shit, at it. That yet. game. That yeah. game, man. Holy shit. The what? art in that game looks stupid. Looks dumb. Your 3090 is not gonna run it. Oh. It's not gonna run anymore. Oh dear. Didn't you get a 3090? Didn't no, you sell the 3080? It was oh, too slow. Oh, oh. I've only got a 3080, unfortunately, so I'm fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, good lord. Uh, all right. Holy fuck. Well, anyway. Jeez. Hopefully Holy nobody shit. spent any money. Are you, are you looking at well, it now? They get it all back, so... Yeah. Man. That's some good-looking shit. Hmm. Yeah. What the fucking... All right, well, that is the news. That is the news. We got good stuff. Questions. Do we have any questions? Let's have a squiz. I don't think we do. We do not already. That means that's the show. You've been working on anything? That is the show. This week, Luke? Anything? Something to plug. Um, the weekly plug section, we'll call it. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> what do you want to plug? <laughs> I don't have anything. Do you have anything? Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be something you're, you're working on. Is there anything you recommend oh. to people they, want, they should check out? Oh, something to check out. I don't know. I, uh, yeah. No, I got nothing. What do you got, Luke? Okay, Tell I'll us. give you something. Um because uh, I got nothing gaming related going on, but I watched a movie um, 
the uh, on the weekend called The Dry, starring Eric Banner, oh, Australia's yeah. Eric Banner. Um, mm. It's basically about him as a uh, federal agent goes back to his um, hometown after uh, one of his childhood friends has died, and he gets wrapped up in the mystery surrounding how you know how this person died and you know they try and ask him to solve the um what happened because he's a federal agent um but yeah it's it's good it's good some classic you know eric banner being eric banner um i liked it so people should uh check that one out okay. it's not gonna blow your mind away but it's a good australian film cool all right i'll give it a sh- give it a geese uh yep yeah i don't have anything like that so fuck it uh check me out on twitter at joby jojo that's about it yeah uh you can find me at luke laurie anyway that is the show you can find us on itunes android windows store spotify youtube all the places you get your podcasts from um please rate and review us if you do have a moment helps other people find the show um if you would like to contact us you can do so via our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there. We have a questions page. You leave questions. You can jump in the general chat. Just talk about all sorts of things that are going on. Uh, we got a bunch of voice channels in there, people playing games during the nights. Battlefield 4 is popping off. See if these is going. Uh, Hell that loose. Yeah, all sorts of things happening. We should try channels. and get a... I want to get a five-player Dead by Daylight game. Yeah, we're insane. I mean, perfect time now, people. I'm telling you, it's on sale. It's, yep. uh, you know, they got this special event going. You get lots of experience. You can jump in. Yep. Um, you know, all-time fucking peak users at the moment. Mm. Um, all platforms, PC. It's all, I think it's... I'm not going to say it because I don't know. I don't know if it's cross-play. Um, I mean, it's cross-play. I don't know if it's cross-progression. Uh, I think anyway. it does. I think it does, but yeah. 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 Uh, Definitely, people should jump in and check that out. It's a lot of fun. Um, You can also go to our Twitter page, twitter.com slash the GA podcast, facebook.com slash GA podcast. You can go to our YouTube page, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. Um, The videos for those podcasts are starting to go up again because I missed the last couple because of this fucking Windows update that screwed my my PC up, but they're going now. I I rented a bunch of them last night. you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com, and check out all the links to the things we just talked about. They're on there. You can also, uh, if you want to go listen to any of all the podcasts, they're all on that side as well. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you would like to help support the show, you go to patreon.com slash podcast, become a recurring member, get the podcast a little bit earlier, and uh, help us pay the bills. So thank you, everyone that does that. We thank you so much. We appreciate your support. We love it. And um, I think... You're the best. That is it for this week. Uh, I don't know what we're doing next week. I don't have nothing on the horizon. Do you? Uh, no, we don't have any uh, any immediate games coming up. But we'll, I'm sure we'll work something out. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely. Looks like we're playing lots of Sea of Thieves. Looks like we're playing lots of Dead by Daylight. Don't say such. I things. don't know. <laughs> uh, no, we'll, we'll, there'll be games. Uh, yeah, there will be games. Don't worry about that. There is and, always. Uh, there's always games, although traditionally July is the slowest fucking period. Uh, you're not here next week anyway, are you? No, I'm here next week. Next week? I thought you weren't yeah, here next I'm week. Here. No. It's the right. week, week after, I think. Are you fucking sure? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm here next week. Yes, I'm sure. I've got it in my fucking calendar. I told you to put it in your calendar. 
I did put it in my calendar. You gave me the wrong, wrong fucking date. date. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, July is generally pretty slow, but the good news is that um, there's a Steam sale on right now. People should jump into our Discord, recommend some games, because I've been looking and I don't know what to play. I've got a lot the of Steam, them. The Steam sale is going to fucking end, isn't it? Will it when? Oh, next week. Never mind. Don't worry about me. I thought You're it not very good with I, dates, are you? I, like, shut the fuck up, mate. I thought it was like a like end of financial year sale type deal. I didn't realize it like bridged the gap. Uh, yeah. Anyway. It's uh, the name of this podcast. Anyway, oh! Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.